Ladies and gentlemen, Avengers Infinity War is out this week on Blu-ray and DVD. Hashtag not sponsored. For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. I only took you ten minutes. <laughs> to think that one up. Edit that out. <laughs> Cue music. So not editing it. <laughs> That's you know, what, like 10 years of movies as opposed to... Yeah, that's why it took them 10 years worth of tents to get quality. You haven't reached it yet, Oh my getting there. God! <laughs> Hello! Hello! No. We're back for another trolling week <laughs> of trolls. Yes. I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm Wayne Stellini. I'm a Fulia Cantarmaggio. And you are listening, nay, experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yay! Uh, Episode 30! Episode 30! We're all in our 30s! Dirty 30s! Dirty 30s! <laughs> yes! Oh, this yes. is like the X-rated version then, Dirty 30. Dirty 30. No, or was I just wishful thinking? Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Wishful thinking. <laughs> Nothing too sorted this week. No. No, okay. No, no, sadly not. No, that's okay. <laughs> it's not our style. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was convincing. Yeah, yeah. Was. Uh, And how is your Wednesday, <laughs> Kendo? <laughs> That's it. That's it. Fully That's a great keep, segue. Keep, 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 keep I'm the mediator. Keep us clean. Keep us clean. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fully yes. has now assumed the position of mediator between yes. Wayne and myself. Yes. I don't know why I'm sitting in the middle then. <laughs> That's all right. You can't see it. It's an audio medium. Yes. Um, my yes. week. How was it? My week. Yeah. Yes, it's been fine. <laughs> I keep using the word fine. I should stop. <laughs> As a reference to on air, oh, on air, off air comments. Yes. Um, no, my week has been good. I. Uh, busy at work as per usual mm-hmm. um oh god what have i done i feel like i've done stuff but i can't think of what those things are i've been watching a lot of netflix and stan and stuff like films tv shows tv shows yeah like i finished santa clarita diet season two okay because it came it yeah it came out a few months ago and i it got lost in the, the, the maelstrom of everything else that's come out that I'm behind on. Yeah. Um, I actually haven't seen the show yet. It's either. very funny. Yeah. I've seen the first episode. Oh, you've seen Julia enjoyed it, I think. To it, a point. To a yeah. point. Okay. But it gets very gory because it's about yes. um, zombies. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, technically speaking, zombies. Um, but it's fucking hilarious. Yes. It's Drew Barrymore and Timothy Oliphant. That's right. Um, and yeah, Drew Barrymore is undead and... In the, I'm not. I'm just going to spoil it because it's hilarious. And you should watch the show. But the yeah, first, the episode. first episode, sh- uh, she kills Nathan Fillion, and you see his her. character. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nathan Fillion guest stars, and uh, yeah, she eats him. He's, oh. he's a why not? He yeah. starts off being this massive flirt towards her. He's a her. bit of a, a yeah chauvinistic kind of. So he deserved man. to get eaten. He did. Yes. Okay. What? Like, and that's that's the point where I was just like, oh, okay, can't yeah. because I knew what was coming. So, mm. Fulia, you've then never seen The Walking Dead, I imagine. No, I haven't. Yeah. Because I love that series. I have, yeah. I'm not up to date with it, so I know there's a point where fans have just sort of turned away from it, and I know it does get a bit aggressive <laughs> at, yeah. in later seasons, so I'm yes. not up to that yet, so I'm still in the, ooh, this is a great show. <laughs> um, but there's even bits where I've just sort of 
squirmed and shouted at the TV for it to yeah. stop. Uh, like, yeah. no, don't do it. Don't do it. But it's a show that I absolutely love, but you're not experiencing it anytime soon. No, no. Yeah. Even through a comedy, I as soon as I knew what was coming, I was just covered my eyes. I'm, well, because, yeah, literally I, there's a shot of, like, Nathan Fillion's, like, corpse and he's, like, entrails everywhere. And she's, <laughs> no, no. And she's like, eating. Even before That's that, amazing. I knew yeah, what it's, was it's great. I knew what was coming. The fact that she bit off his finger, first oh, of yeah, all. Oh, yeah. She, she, she as bites, soon As yeah. soon as he, she... Did that? Say, as soon as she started sucking the finger. <laughs> to put it bluntly. Like, sucking the meat off the bone? Is that kind of the thing? Well, no, she, no, she well, literally because, chomped down chomped on, on the it. finger. Okay. And yeah. I knew it was coming. I was just like... Oh, okay, that's going to happen. I'm going to turn away right now. And then all you hear is the, the, the sound. Yeah. And then Nathan Fillion's character just screaming, going, ah! Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, I was just like, nope, not looking at the screen now. The oh. sounds are enough. That's sounds delightful. Sounds delightful. It's a really good show. And can I, slight spoiler, so don't listen if you want. I'm just going to say it anyway, but in, I'm not going to say in what capacity, but Nathan Fillion returns Ooh, to the show. Okay. Oh my God. In, se- in season two. And he's in a bunch more episodes than he was okay. in season two. So he's not really dead. I'm not saying shit, but he comes back <laughs> in the I'm show. I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, so, but I am. And, pe- and people listening might watch it. <laughs> yes. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to spoil it. Well, he comes back. So, and it, that's any excuse to watch it because he's, he's, he's hilarious. Yeah. But it's a very good show. So I finished season two of that in a couple of days, which was nice. And then, and then today I started rewatching Parks and Recreation because I, it's been a long time since I've sat down and watched it. And I was, I've been watching a lot of, uh, They've been putting up videos on on YouTube of like the best of this character and that character, like ten minute yeah. videos, and I'm just binging those. I'm like, I'm gonna rewatch the show now. <laughs> so. it's, a, it's a show I've never seen actually. Oh, Neither have I. Yeah, get on it. Like I've yeah. seen oh. like memes and little yes. mini clips from it, um, especially with Chris Pratt's character, Andy. Yes. Yeah, so um, but apart apart from those, I, I haven't actually. Yeah. Basically. Sat down if you them. love the humor of The Good Place and Brooklyn Nine Nine, you will love the show. Okay, yeah, because yeah. it's got such a huge like fan base, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, it was. It's made by the same people as uh, those two shows. Oh, well. okay. Not so yeah, and it's yeah. got the same style of of humor and okay. cinematography and kind of stuff. And yeah, uh, Amy Poehler's hysterical. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Nick Offerman's great, and also yeah, Chris Pratt. Steals the show. Nice one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's very funny. Some top recommendations from you. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's good. Yes. Um. And then yeah. And then I went and I saw a documentary earlier in the week, which I will save for my quickie review later in the show because I want to know how your week. Because <laughs> mine's not been all that interesting. Um, I lead a boring life. Uh, I'm yeah, sure no, it's just like work and uni and procrastinating a lot with uni. And as I was telling Kendall and Fulia off mic, um, I'm extremely tired because <laughs> I'm pull- close yeah. to an all nighter. And a man in his thirties should not be pulling all nighters because he's not in his twenties <laughs> <laughs> anymore. But you know what? I soldiered on, made it through work, and here we are, folks. Yay! Yay. Yeah, no, but it's good. I mean, things are humming along nicely. Um, A a big creative project for me is starting to get momentum, which is fantastic, so I can't wait to to share more about that as that goes on. And, yeah, getting, getting a bit more work done and... 
and yeah, it's just exciting to to be creating again and to, to yes. be interacting with other creatives. Yeah, for uh, sure. Which is the best thing about Fred is that we're all creative people. Exactly. Uh, so anything goes when we're all in a room. Oh yeah. Locked in a room. Mm. Go create something. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah, it's the best part of the job at Fred. Yeah. But yeah, but that's been me. So I'm looking forward to to things to come. Excellent. More than what I'm doing at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> we all know what that's like. One thing I did actually want to. Um, say since you were talking about what you've watched this week Mm -hmm. kendall thanks to you i watched the complete llamas with hats yes (laughs) oh my god and did (laughs) what are your thoughts on that ending that ending i the funny thing is um because fully i can reveal the ending because you yes we're clearly gonna it's fine it's been out on youtube for a couple years yeah i um I was a little sad when Paul died. I know. Yeah, Paul dies. <laughs> yeah. And I laughed <laughs> when Carl died. <laughs> yeah, Carl, oh. Carl, Carl kills himself yes. at the end. Oh, wow. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Because he his life seems to have become meaningless without Paul. And he, he dies. He fall, he throws himself off like a bridge. Oh, wow. and, uh, and But he's like crying and going like, you know, Carl. Like he's imitating Paul. Back to him, like he's having this conversation with himself. <laughs> yeah, and then he just throws himself off, and it's the end. How did Paul die? Oh, I don't think they show how Paul died. Or they just say that he died. He just goes to visit him one day because, and he's just a skeleton. And he's a skeleton with the hat on. But you kind of feel like if I'm, and I know this was only a few days ago. It shows how much of it I actually took in. Um, <laughs> No, but it was kind of like it was still on the momentum of like that, you know, apocalyptic, like Holocaust well, yeah. type thing. Anyway, yeah, Carl ended the world. Yes, and so <laughs> yeah. he goes back to, to Paul's house, and all you see is a skeleton Skeletons. with a They've with a flowery so hat. Long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then 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 and then he starts like uh, uh, the fucking whatever. I can't remember. Is it is it is it supposed to be Paul's like skin talking to him? What is it? Oh, what, I can't remember what, what it is. Yes, he's got like a, he's got like his. Head. His head, head or a mask of him or something like There's that. There's a head or a mask of him. Yeah. Of, of, of Paul's, like, yeah. head. Face. Yes, yeah. That, 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 that sort of <laughs> takes on know. its own personality. Yeah, it okay. starts talking to... Yeah. yeah. It's, and it has he has Paul's voice, but with, like, like a, a, a demonic kind yes. of tone to it. Oh, yes. It's okay. creepy as shit. Yeah. yeah. I'm but glad yeah. I got it out of my system. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's not as good. I feel like the, the, the way that they end, I feel like they were just like... Let's just end this. Yeah. Because they turned it instead of it being like, you know, uh, episodic format of like this episode. This is the hijinks that follow it. Yeah. This is this hijinks yeah. episode. They just turned it into a through narrative yes. that, that ends with Carl killing himself. Well, the thing is, once, <laughs> you, once you've got like essentially the world burning. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was it. You're quite limited where you could go. Yeah. They were like, yeah, yeah they, we've, we've, we've uh, done all we have to do and what we can do. I feel like they were just like, we've, we've backed ourselves into a corner let's end the show yes exactly yeah yeah. but do you find though that without the episode starting with paul going (laughs) thank you kendall yeah it's kind of like that's just a brilliant hook and it's the gag that you want yeah and when they stop doing it automatically the tone of the episode changes and so i see why um you had said that really only the first four episodes are kind of the good ones and the rest are a bit yeah because after that it just kind of yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. but it's still an interesting show it it is it it is yeah i just wonder what you smoke or inhale when you (laughs) think of that that concept it's fantastic i I have a yeah i don't know it's weird but like we all have a weird sense of humor sometimes and these people must have just the look i don't know 
The crea- you should watch some of the other stuff that they do. The creators should just adapt that for the stage. <laughs> Imagine that being a stage production. It would be hilarious because you just it have the two be. llamas never moving because all they do is just talk to each they other. Just talk to each and other, the yeah. background would change episodically. Yeah. <laughs> it would. You could make that work. You could, absolutely. You could, you could, yeah. You could. Anyway. yeah. That's awesome. I'm glad you, you watched yeah, it. I did. I did. And enjoyed it. I did. That's Thanks really so much good. for oh, giving me the preview. You are so welcome. <laughs> um, yes. Fulia. Fulia. Your week. How's it been? My week. My <laughs> week. What have I done? I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to sit here and go, I've done stuff. What yeah. were those? Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. Especially I if have... you're catching up along the way with everyone and telling people about what you've been <laughs> yeah, doing. Yeah. But what yeah. have you been doing? Um, well, I've mostly been um, working and editing, uh, especially with the multi-show starting up in next few weeks. Mm. Uh, so had to get the first four episodes completed. Yeah. Um, that's done. Um, been, what, about, what else have I been doing? I've been... Trying to keep up with my mum's chores, <laughs> which hasn't been easy, yeah. especially since I've been busy doing other things and I can't do it as much. I can't do the house cleaning, the house chores as much as my mum does. Um, and I've dropped off to the amount of times that I have been doing it since my mum's been away and because I've been so busy. Um, I've been working, um, been doing a few security gigs. Oh, um, I I worked at the Celine Dion concert on Tuesday night. Oh, really? Cool. Managed <clears throat> they actually left the doors open so you could hear a little bit of the concert. Oh, I heard nice. I heard her sing the Beauty and the Beast song. Beautiful. Oh, wow. Yes, I love that that song. It's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That song. It makes me cry. Yeah, that's a beautiful <laughs> song. Is, yeah. yeah. Um, what else have I been doing? Um, producing. <laughs> you have been producing. I've been producing. Producing something special, something perhaps. Special is. <laughs> Yes. Um, to be announced. revealed and announced later on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in collaboration with Weed. Um Yes. So a lot of producing. Um, this is sort of for me. This is the first time actually taking the lead in producing. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a lot of work. Yeah. It's, and it's... I'm noticing how much you have to go through, <laughs> especially for you who has done, who's taken the lead. Twice, yes, or three times technically, yeah, and now it's just like you. We've decided that you should step back and yes. let me and Philip do the producing side Absolutely, of things. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but it at the moment it's been me taking the lead and setting things up and calling people, emailing, contacting, all yeah. that sort of stuff. And it's a lot of admin, isn't it? Yeah, like it's a lot it really of paperwork is. to set things up. That's the funny thing about producing is like the beginning is hell on earth because it's when you've got all these deadlines from third parties and doing all this stuff. Then it sort of quietens down a little bit. Yeah. And then comes showtime. It just ramps back up again. Straight away. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It, 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 yeah. Yeah. It is at the moment. Pre, pre-production is, for me, is always the tedious part of yeah. any sort of creative project. Um, even even if it's video, um, yeah. you know, podcasting or, mm. you know, stage. Uh, pre-production is very tedious, but it has to be done in order for it to all happen. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's nice seeing the final product. Because exactly. you're like... I produce because the producers are always the backbone and yes. producers never get any credit um, and stagehands don't get any credit either do they Kendall being one of our <laughs> stagehands I get nothing because this is the thing it's like you know, <laughs> the actors take a bow 
Sometimes a director will get up, do a speech, and everyone's like, "Hey, you're amazing! You're a genius!" Well, that's what I hear, choose to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't hear the scoffs. But yeah, but no one really ever credits the producers and they're the backbones, really. Yeah, well, I mean, my favorite part is when like the the people on stage who are doing their bows and stuff when yeah. they do the clapping to the, the behind yes, the scenes people. That's they, my favorite. Part. I know, I like that too. Actually, I mean, yeah. it's really sweet. Yeah, I yeah. It's, it's actually pretty cool. It's yeah. acknowledging. Yes. It's a, it's a yeah. team effort. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, what else have I been doing? Uh, I've been doing like I, I don't know if any probably the audience probably doesn't know, but <laughs> I had cancelled my uh, Netflix subscription a f- couple of uh, about two and a half weeks ago. I didn't yes. even know this. No. <laughs> what? Um, what what do you do in your time? I know. Right? <laughs> Financial circumstances made me have to cancel practically all but one subscription. You kept the anime? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anime Lab is my life. Yeah. I'm going to keep it. Um, so recently I have reinstated my <laughs> Netflix subscription. That's the longest time, that's the longest oh, without Netflix that I've gone. Yeah. Um, which, you know, kudos to me. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so I've decided to finish off. Um, Sugar Rush, which mm-hmm. is pretty much a show about it's a it's a competition reality show um, where they're making desserts and baking cakes and stuff yeah. like that. And in the end, every episode, there's always a winner that wins ten grand yeah. to go towards their um, future yeah. um, future work, right? Uh, and their careers and stuff like that. Um, and the only reason why I watched it is because Adriana Zumbo's on it, and I love Adriana <laughs> Zumbo's. Pastries and yes. macarons. <coughs> his zumbarons. Zumbarons. Yeah, I just. Yeah, he's a huge, huge um, um, inspiration in dessert for me nice. so, and baking. And I want to make macarons just like him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still predicting we'll see fully on MasterChef one day. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. No, well, yeah. I, I'm obviously I can't make it into this year's one because applications <laughs> have closed. Um, but I love that you know that. See, well, the, you're thinking the, about it. No, no, no. <laughs> the only reason why I know this is because I follow all the past contestants, <laughs> and they've been posting it's going to close soon. Okay. We've got two more days. You've oh, got they one encourage more day. other people. To yeah, do it. they're yeah. encouraging okay. everybody. Cool. Like even the winner, even the winners do as well. So, yes. um, and this year's is Sashi, and I'm mm. just I'm very very glad that he won because he was pretty cool. Like yeah. he made it. He made through MasterChef um, with. Bangs of flavor, always with the spices. Yeah, and it just from the t- from just as a viewer, it's the it just looks so amazing. Yes, and I mean I can almost smell it through the TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like that's how good they look. That's great. Um, but yeah, so so I finished Sugar Rush, and then I decided to watch um, the first couple episodes of Victoria. Oh. Is that any good? <laughs> That's the thing with this particular show. I can't watch multiple episodes in like I can't binge it. Okay. Right. Um, I've managed to watch one episode, which I watched before I cancelled my subscription. Um, and that episode was because it was the pilot episode. It was like over an hour long, yeah. and I was just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> but then last night I managed to watch the second episode, and I'm just like, "I really can't binge watch this. I have to take a break between." Oh, it's a very kind each of episode. Slow. It's it's, um, it's slow, but it's dramatic because it's about 
Victoria, Queen Victoria. Yeah, yeah, when she when was she young. Was, yeah, because she became queen because her uncle passed away, yeah. who was the king yeah. initially. Yeah. And she was the next heir to the throne. Yeah. Um, and then you've got other relatives who want to, you know, try and push her away or try to force her to make mistakes so that, that she had to step down from her role. And then mm-hmm. she's, you know, from such a young age, her... Um, her minister, her prime minister, is someone that she's got a bit of a crush on from what I'm gathering in the second episode. Ooh, <laughs> Lord <scandal>. Melbourne. <laughs> oh, his name's Melbourne. Yes, yeah. Lord Melbourne. Wow. That's his name. Um, and yeah, she's like, and her, her mother is trying to help her, but she's also taking the side of, you know, um, <clears throat> a head butler, I'd say. Gosh. Um, and, and that butler's trying to sway her opinions and all that sort of stuff. And what a soap opera. <laughs> oh, goodness. It's just... Well, have you seen The Crown? Yeah, yeah, I've seen The Crown. Is it similar? Um, or is it's, it more it's, dramatic? It's like... a little more dramatic than that. Yeah. And okay. especially because it's set in a... In a um, like well, a... it's nearly a hundred... Probably a hundred years Yeah, before. so it's, been, yeah. it's it's set in a further time. Yeah, yeah. It's different time period. Set, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Different time period. Um, so it's a lot more dramatic. Okay. Um, there's a lot more going on. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, watched that, and then um, I also watched a couple of movies. Uh, I watched um, an anime, an anime movie mm-hmm. um, <coughs> called, if I remember correctly, um, something about the youths. About what? Flavors of youths. Oh, okay. I thought you said youth, like the youth. car. Youth. No, no, youth, 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 youth. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Flavors, yeah. flavors. Uh, Flavor, flavor of youth. flavor of youth, yeah. flavor of youths, something like that, um, and that was a really interesting film. Okay, um, and I also watched another movie, which I will leave for my quickie review. Oh, um, you all are a, doing quickie yes. reviews. Okay. Yeah, we are. Yes. I came um, unprepared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I a, saved them for Fred Watch. Yes, <laughs> it was it was a it was a Netflix original okay. um, film, and so was the anime actually, which was surprising. Yeah, um, and the anime was uh, literally. The character, it's a, it's a Japanese original anime. Yeah. And they were the creators of the anime film, Your Name. Okay. But the thing is, that really screwed with my mind, was these characters live in China. Okay. And they're based in China. And when I first, <laughs> when I was first watching it, I was like, are they Chinese? Are they supposed to be Chinese? So I, tr- I looked in the, the subtitles, the audio settings. Yeah. But the original was Japanese. Okay. It's in, the audio original is Japanese, but the characters are in China, and okay. it confused me. I was just like, "Wait, what's going on?" <laughs> My head hurts. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was a very interesting film. It was like three stories in one, which then at the end sort of came together. Oh, nice one. Yeah, nice one. Um, yeah, about an, roughly about an hour long. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. it was really good. Cool. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. So that's been my week. I've also yeah. been. Baking. <laughs> made my first baked donut. Yum. Baked donut cake. They were delicious. <laughs> they were. Yeah, we really liked Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Yeah. Follow Fulia's food blog on Instagram. Oh, yes. Yeah. Foodie Fuji. Yes. Foodie underscore Fuji. 
Yes. That's that's how you'll find me. Amazing. Yes. <laughs> Great. Or you can find the hashtags. I've been that's using awesome. the hashtags as well. Yeah. Yay. That's been my week. Yeah. <laughs> it's that time then, Kendall. I think it is. <laughs> it's that time. Wow. We have really big weeks. We have. For, you know, for not too much exciting stuff that happened. We did a lot. Yes. We did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So that means it's time for the nerdy news. Let's go. Let's go. This is the news, the nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Alright, there's a lot of awesome nerdy uh, related news items, if you will, to discuss today. So I'm just going to dive right in. Top story of the week was, of course, the casting of Batwoman, Ruby Rose, Mm. Australia's own Ruby Rose. Yes. uh, Will be playing Kate Kane slash Batwoman on the upcoming CW crossover and then to be followed by her own series um, if everything goes according to plan. Um, so I think that's really exceptional casting. I have faith in the casters over at the CW because all of those other shows have all been cast very, very well. And I think it's fantastic that they've, um, they've picked a a queer actress to play a queer character. I think that's wonderful. Here, here. Yes. Um, so it's very exciting. Very exciting. Uh, Warner Brothers, speaking of DC, this was very cool. They are developing a Supergirl movie. Yay! <laughs> it's about time. Absolutely. I, I mean, we've already had, we've had the, the Helen Slater film from 84, and then we've got the current Supergirl series on the CW, yeah. which is fantastic. Now we're getting a movie that will be set in the DCEU, along with all the others. Yes. Um, so that's being... Uh, Developed by Warner Brothers with, uh, I'm going to fumble this pronunciation, Oren Uziel. Uziel. I don't know. I'm sorry. It's a weird name, but it's a cool name. Anything with a Z in it is cool. Um, He's written the screenplay for Sonic the Hedgehog, the upcoming live action Sonic the Hedgehog, um, and 22 Jump Street. Um, So he's going to be writing the screenplay for Supergirl. Um, No more other details about release dates or anything, so we will keep you guys posted when we have that information. Um, Switching gears to Marvel now. (coughs) Crossing the pond. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, peanut gallery. Must we? Yes, we must. (laughs) We must. (laughs) What is the news about Marvel? Yes. Thank you, Fulia. Tell us, Kendall. I will. We're dying tonight. (laughs) We are. It's pretty good news, too. Oh, it's always good news. It is. They're cancelling the franchise. Oh, Oh, sorry, go on. (laughs) That's a rumour mill, thank you. No, it's not even a... Let's... Can we not? (laughs) We're not. I'm just going to talk. Yeah, it'd be horrible if someone started that (laughs) rumour. Yes, it would. I would die. Um, Okay, anyway. I probably turned to dust. Anyway. Um... (laughs) The Thanos is sitting in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... Spider-Man Far From Home is the upcoming sequel to uh, Homecoming from 2017. It's coming out next year. Filming at the moment, and they've just announced that Samuel L. Jackson's Nick Fury and Kobe Smulders' Maria Hill will both be appearing in the film. Um, Again, this is interesting because, you know, they both died. Spoilers. 
Um, but then again, Spider-Man also died. Then again, we don't know when this is going to be set in terms of timeline yet. They haven't set. But yeah. most likely after everything gets fixed in the next Avengers movie. Or does it? We don't know. We have to wait. Um, but I'm very excited about that casting news. It's very, very good. Um, okay, some movie news. The Oscars mm-hmm. released a controversial um, uh, announcement, if you will, about the upcoming... Uh, 91st ceremony next year in 2019 they uh, on top of saying that they're going to cut it down the length of the ceremony to about three hours by choosing which kind of awards to ca- uh, to televise and not um, they're also going to be adding a new category into the mix which is uh, outstanding achievement in popular film that's the kind of working title they have at the moment so um, I think it's cool but a lot of people don't think it's mm-hmm. cool. Uh, yeah, because it's just, you know, well, it's not really what the Oscars is about, most popular, because mm. then that, you know, that would defeat, not defeat the purpose, but, you know, it's not really what the Oscars have been about. But that's, you know, lots of people are having opinions. It's a big debate at the moment. But that will be going into effect next year. They have not announced yet what the criterion will be for uh, how you get nominated. But, um, yeah, we'll keep you posted on that as well. Um, some Fox news. This is very exciting. They've announced they're finally developing a Simpsons movie sequel. Woohoo! (laughs) (laughs) Which is very, very awesome. And also a Family Guy film that is going to be split between live action and animated. Mm. So, yeah. But then the, the crux of that is with the recent final acquisition of Fox by Disney, uh, They've, Disney have said that everything currently in production under the Fox's entertainment banner they will will continue, will finish. But stuff that's in development, such as these two just announced projects, future is uncertain as to oh, what okay. if they'll go ahead or not. Okay, because it's going to be up to Disney. That's right. Yeah. 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 So, but oh, fingers crossed. And I mean, I think. Personally, they would be foolish to not go ahead with them. Yeah, these, these titles still pull in an audience. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're both still in the air. Family Guy's about to celebrate its 20th anniversary. The Simpsons pretty much just passed its 30th anniversary or is about to. Yeah, it's about to. About to. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's wonderful news. Yeah. Um, Star Trek fans, not so wonderful. Um, Star Trek 4 is now in a bit of doubt as to whether or not, A, it's going ahead or B, uh, what the story is now going to be, because as we mentioned probably in the last year, I think it was announced, they said Star Trek Four was going to be a time travel story following the exploits of Kirk, played by Chris Pine, and his father, uh, George, uh, played by Chris Hemsworth, mm-hmm. reprising his role from the first five minutes of the first film. <laughs> <laughs> Before he died, spoilers. Yeah, um, yeah so uh, apparently talks have kind of fallen through with uh, both, both Chris Pine and Chris Hemsworth. Um, because due to uh, negotiations over uh, wages, um, they want to take. They want them to take a pay cut, and they're not so certain they should be taking a pay cut. Uh, so yes, at this stage, it looks like they're not going to be in the film, and if they're not going to be in the film, the film may not go ahead, or at the very least, the story is going to be quite different. Mm. Um, no confirmation as to what's going to happen with it yet, um, but there are rumours that it's the movie is still a while away anyway from being even you know put into you know, proper, you know, gears turning motion development. So who knows? Mm-hmm. Hopefully, but that's disappointing, but hopefully maybe things will work out because those Star Trek movies are fun. Mm. I like them. Yeah, they're really good. They're really good. Okay. Uh, speaking of sequels, 
Gurg Gurg Power Rangers. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> that was really lame. You're welcome. <laughs> that is fine. Um, yeah, so the, the Power Rangers movie from last year, um, that was a big kind of, well, I don't want to say reboot because it's not really a reboot, but it's just, you know, big, Remake. big Hollywood blockbuster version mm. of, uh, of Power Rangers. Um, was moderately successful, and they've now greenlit a sequel. So we're getting a sequel to the movie. Surprise! No, no. Su- no, surprising. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yes. And I'm in. I'm. I'm on the fence. Like I could. Yeah. I didn't mind the first one. That was fine. Yeah. yeah it was, it was okay. alright. Yeah, it was okay. It was enjoyable. I would watch it again. Yeah. Did it make me beg for a sequel? No. No, like it. Do yeah. I? You know, does it bother me that a sequel's been made? No. no. Happy to watch it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm yeah kind of mediocre about this yeah, one. It doesn't phase me. No, I, yeah. think I agree. I, it doesn't really. Because, like, I mean, you know, they had set it up for a sequel. Exactly, It's yeah. got a lot of potential for a sequel. Yeah. The cast was very good. Yeah, it surprises um, me, though, to be honest, that yeah. a sequel is, is coming so soon. Mm. Because you would feel like, no, let's make people miss this the movie. Let's see yeah. if it is maybe getting traction through streaming yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. Or, or on DVD and Blu-ray. But, I mean, I don't know. Obviously, the, the, the signs are there that nice. people will watch a sequel. So, why yeah. not? Go for it. Yeah. Nice. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. <laughs> it, it could be shit. It could be. But it could also Stu- be the best thing ever. Yeah. The studio could lose a lot of money. It's their gamble. It Let's really go. is. Yeah. It really is their gamble. So, hopefully, it pays off. Yeah. All right. Um... This is pretty cool. Some casting news for the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog live-action movie, which I mentioned earlier. Um, ben Schwartz is going to be voicing Sonic. Mm-hmm. Um, if any, you probably don't know him because he, he's mostly known for Parks and Recreation. Okay. He plays a character in that called uh, jean Ralphio Sapistein, uh, or Sapstein. Depending on your pronunciation, what um, a name! Yeah. What a name! <laughs> Great name. His sister is uh, her, his name name is uh, Mona Lisa Sapstein, <laughs> played by Jenny Slate. I don't know if you, you might recognize her if you saw her, but he um, also the Ben Schwartz is known as pretty much the guy who looks like the kid from Stranger Things. You've seen those videos, those photos. Do you know what I'm talking about? Are you laughing? No, I'm just no. thinking of any grown man. Because he looks... Uh, he like I any of the kids from Stranger Things. Yeah, no. Sh- okay, I'm just going to look it up. We're going to tangent for a second just so I can explain this. Which child does he look like from Stranger Things? Uh, the older one. I've forgotten his name. Schwartz. Uh, uh, looks yeah. like... Oh, why? It's not giving me the bloody kids. Yeah. Yeah, Steve from Stranger Things. It's, okay. Yeah, they look fucking the same. Like this so is Kendall's just showing a photo of the two together. That's look at them. Oh yeah, they look like they could be related. Yeah. They have the same smile. Oh yeah. 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 So yeah, Ben yeah. Schwartz is the older gentleman. Okay. On the left. Um, yeah. So he will be playing, well, voicing Sonic the Hedgehog. That's a great pick. Uh, so we'll have that. Him. We'll have that pick on the website with this podcast. Oh, oh yeah, you should. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's a good photo. In case anyone hasn't seen it, and wants to know what on earth we're talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, because yeah. again, audio. Sorry, everyone. Yeah. Um, but yes, very cool news. Speaking of um, casting, 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 Gal Gadot mm-hmm. has been cast in Wreck-It Ralph Two. Ralph breaks the internet. <laughs> I didn't even realize it was her. Yeah. She Neither was did on I. A great accent. Neither did I. That's crazy. Because yeah. I feel like in every movie, I thought in every movie she was ever going to be in, she would just have her natural Israeli accent. Yeah. yeah. Which is why everyone in Wonder Woman sounds like that. Yeah. Because 
she they they just adapted her accent yeah mm. for Themyscira. Um but anyway, she's been cast as a character named Shank, who is a street racer in a game called Slaughter Race. Mm. Um, they released. I don't know if it was a trailer or if it, they said it was like a sneak peek, a thing. sneak peek sort of so teaser. It was some. It was some previously released footage of them going into the internet. Ralph and um, what's her name? What's the little girl? I haven't seen the movie. Ah, oh, I forgot her name. Yeah, yeah it's, okay. it starts with v, it starts with the Vanellope. Vanellope, thank you. Yes, they go into the internet and then they get bombarded with pop up ads and stuff. And then Vanellope's there's an, there was an extra scene with the the Disney princesses that was very cute. <laughs> I love that. It is very funny. Oh, you really cannot hilarious. understand what the hell she says. Merida from Brave says some things in a very thick Scottish accent. Yes. And She's pretty much saying that her mum turned into a bear and, you know, that's so weird type of thing. Okay. <laughs> you know? As you do. As you do. But, and with, I, but with her Scottish accent being so thick and heavy, it's just... Obviously, the princess and princesses, I'd be the same too. It's like we have no idea what she's talking about. <laughs> yeah, but the, did you get did you get the like the in joke? That yeah, they yeah. Said? She's from another studio. No, she's from the other studio. <laughs> yes. Brave is not a Pixar movie. It's yeah, made it's by a... Disney Animation. No, no. Isn't it's it? it's a Disney Pixar. It's a Disney Pixar. No, no, no. Brave is a Disney Pixar. Is it? Yes, it is. Well, so is. Uh, Frozen, so why... No, no, Frozen is, is just oh. Disney. So all those princesses oh. are all Disney, but Bra- uh, Brave is a Disney Pixar. Oh. Yeah. Oh. All right, I... And that's why they say I she's, got from a, she's from... No, I knew that. I just I just got my studio. The other studio. I just got my studio yeah. mixed up. I was on the right track. Yeah, no, you were, you were. You I were. just said the wrong... No, no. I did the wrong way around. All good. Yes. Sorry. But it was hilarious that they mentioned it was that a very good joke. the other studio, <laughs> meaning yes. Pixar. And then there was a... Yeah, and then there was a scene of uh, of, of Ralph and Vanellope meeting Shank yes. uh, in this game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it looks that maybe looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and then lastly in the news, um, some awesome casting... David Schwimmer has joined the cast of Will and Grace for the upcoming new season. Yeah, as a love interest of Grace. I love that. I read it and it's I was like, cool. "Oh my god, they were on a break." <laughs> <laughs> Should be hilarious. Should be hilarious. Yes. Yeah, I can't definitely. wait for that one. Yeah. Can't wait for that one. Yeah, David yeah. Schwimmer's just he's, amazing. He's very yeah. good. He's a really great actor, yeah. and his his role as Ross in Friends was just. So well, yeah. good. It'll be interesting well to see played. what sort of character yeah. he'll be playing in this one. Exactly. To go up against Deborah Messing's Grace, because Deborah just makes all the rest oh, for me. I think she is she so yeah. fantastic. She's absolutely hysterical. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what sort of, if he's going to be a bit more of the straight man because mm. she's so neurotic, mm. you know. So I feel like that he'll, would be, make sense. he'll be playing totally opposite Ross, yeah. which is what we want. We just don't want him typecast. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> you true. Know. You don't want um, that. So that should be fun. Yeah. 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 The, the, you know, the re-envisioning of Will and Grace or the return of Will and Grace, I just absolutely adored. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yes. you know, you worry that after like 10 years or 11 years, can it capture the, the, yeah. that magic? Mm. The mojo's gone. Exactly. You know, and it did. It did really, yeah. it did well. Yeah. You know, they've, they've aged beautifully. They've sort oh. of kept in, you feel like the characters have kept in contact that whole time. Yeah. Because yeah. it just, it feels like you've never left. Yeah. Like yeah. really. Just dived straight yeah. back in. So I'm glad that another season's going to come up. 
even more so now that David's going to be a part of it. Yeah, yeah. Yes, so cool. definitely. As soon as I read the news and I saw that, I yeah. was very excited about it. Yeah. Um, it's been very yeah. awesome. Um, okay, well, that's everything <coughs> in the news mm. that happened this week. Um, is there anything you guys wanted to touch on before we move on? Well, we did sort of start interrupting you towards the second half of your news. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but that's okay. But if I'm just going to go back, clearly the Supergirl movie is yes. super exciting for me. Oh, yeah. Because uh, no secret how much I love this um, Helen Slater Supergirl. Yeah. Yes. Film. Yes. But yeah, I can't wait to see it. I'm curious how it's going to be because mm. you can't make a Supergirl movie like you would make a Superman movie. No. Because they are totally different. Yeah. Um, and that's not a bad thing because they're different characters, yeah. you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm curious how they're going to, to play with her origin, if it's going to be the same as the TV series. Mm that's currently on air or if they're going to do something a little bit different with it because there have been different versions of it yeah you know if you've gone from original comics uh, if you've gone from the cartoon series that Mm. was out in the 90s i think Mm. that was you know a bit different um but i'm yeah again looking forward to it i think it has a lot of potential yeah and i wonder yeah i just wonder how they'll do it um you know with the the helen slater film they created a fresh original villain that was never in the comics yeah yeah. so yeah. i wonder if they'll try to stick closer to supergirl's roots here if they'll involve lex luther for example you know and sort of still connect it very closely to superman mm. um, but i'm yeah just yeah really excited about what that what that will be like yeah me too yeah i yeah. think it's about time she was on the big screen again yeah definitely yeah yeah, yeah for sure yeah. especially following the success of wonder woman yeah, absolutely. Mm, yeah, mm. yeah. Again, I, yeah. I do wonder how Supergirl will be with that tone because, again, we're used to a more bright, yeah. small town tone. I feel like they can. No, I mean, I don't like it, but I feel like they can get away with Henry Cavill's Superman being more of that brooding kind of yes. character. Yeah, I don't think they could do that with Kara. No, I don't think so. Um, and the thing is, because if this is going to be a part of the um, DCEU, yeah. automatically the tone is going to have to be a certain way. Oh, yeah. Now, I don't mind the tone. I know that a lot of people don't like it. I actually um, think it works for this franchise because okay. it creates a consistency. Yeah, fair. You know, it, it does link them. This is the world. It's not an optimistic world. It's a gloomy world. Yeah, you know, yeah. let, let's, let, let's present it that way. That's the direction they've gone. That's the direction they've gone. That's fine. Mm. Um, you know, again, it's a different take. Mm. If you're going to... Yeah, different takes are fine. Yeah, yeah. Again, it doesn't sit well with everyone. But for me, I actually didn't have a problem with it at all. So that then goes, how will Supergirl fit into it? So mm. by default, it, she'll have to fall into this world. So will she be that sort of bright spark into it if you will yeah um because the thing with supergirl is you know and again depending on where you go and how you look uh you know theoretically she is older than superman Mm. takes a lot longer to get to earth so you know she's then younger in terms of human years yeah yeah um, or, or, or what we perceive as human years and so she's got this innocence about her this naivety um, and again, that's captured beautifully in the 84 film. Yeah, it so, really is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that's one of the things that I really liked about the Wonder Woman film. I'm actually mm. more critical of it than other people are. Like, well, I, that's fair. Yeah. It's, it's not... I say, I, I've said it once, I'll say it again. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a good movie. Yeah. I, but it's not... Holy shit, knock your socks off. Yeah, exactly. It was a, it, not... Look, it was, a, it was a turning point for the DCEU, and I think Definitely. it gives it more sort of sparkle yeah. than it needs. But you're right, it's, a, it, it's still an enjoyable film. Oh, for sure. But one great thing about it was um, the portrayal of Wonder Woman, because she is this outsider, mm. is that she really can't understand why pieces 
such an issue why yeah. it's why people aren't that. doing it yeah that's probably my favorite my favorite things in that movie yeah. were those moments where she was trying to you know be she was been inserted into this yeah. society and then like couldn't understand or comprehend and then she'd like oh a baby or, <laughs> or like ice cream what is ice cream yeah. like all that stuff is really well it's done. discovering things for the first time yeah, yeah. there is that nice. there is that great moment in the film when you know, they're all having this chat about, like, you know, war and whatever. And this one man does mention peace and she's sort of rushed out of the room. And she can't understand it. She's like, hang on, he's talking about peace. He wants peace. Why isn't anyone listening to him? Yeah. 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 And that's the beauty of an outsider mm-hmm. is those fresh pair of eyes. And I think Supergirl's always a bit like that. Yeah, definitely. You know, in the Helen Slater film, she's got this one moment. And this is when she realizes that she can't go walking around as Supergirl and she adapts the... Um, alter ego of Linda Lee mm. when she's you know harassed in a very sexual manner by these two guys yeah. and you know they have no idea who they're dealing with <laughs> but you know she asks them she goes why are you doing this yeah. you know why are you like behaving this way to me and one of the guys goes it's just the way we are and that doesn't fly yeah. with her so to speak yeah. <laughs> you know that, that that won't cut it no there's more there's better yeah, you know, and I yeah. believe in that better because she comes from utopia. Yeah, she does. You know, and yeah. so did Wonder Woman. Yeah. So when you know that it is possible, mm. you bring this light into it. Yeah. That was an epic rant on why I love it Supergirl. Was, but I love, but, I love it. But yeah. yeah, but um. Yeah. But that's. I think that's why I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I think so. I think it'll inject it a lot into it. I think it'll be very yeah. good. So that's my one highlight. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Fully. Is there anything you wanted to touch on? Um, I've probably sort of gone through it as as we were walking sort of going through the news Mm -hmm. um power rangers sequel (laughs) i don't know like the first one was was good um it was you know nice to watch for the first time i feel like it's a bit too soon for a sequel right now um given that it wasn't exactly the you know biggest success of you know it's Mm. um of its release it's like the sequel nobody asked for. <laughs> yeah. But I'm happy. I'm ha- like, to be honest, because I grew up on the original, um, the original Power Rangers series. Yeah, me too. Um, watching the film was a little, like, it was enjoyable because it went back into going through how the Power Rangers became the Power Rangers. Yeah. Um, but I just wasn't a big fan of the new suits and the Megazords. And I was a little, um, Sort of on the fence about them, um, being yeah, that being that they were very, they've t- taken a very modern, um, they've gone a very, they've modernized it quite a bit. Yeah, that's and, fair. And for me, it just it seems like it it went a little bit too, maybe too much on the dark side, whereas Power Rangers originally was very whimsical and yeah. sort of lighthearted and campy. Yeah, yeah. so well, that's what that's what made it fun. <laughs> yeah, that was fun, especially well, as like you know, ten ten year old. Yeah, watching. exactly. Well, well, the buildings were cardboard boxes. Well, yeah, <laughs> and the Megazords were people dressed up as the Megazords. I think yeah. I think one of my my favorite. <laughs> Sorry things... to spoil the magic. Oh, it's fine. No, uh, my one of my favorite things about the the new Power Rangers film, I really like the fact that they had to kind of earn the suits. Yeah. yeah, they weren't just handed to them. Exactly, yeah. they had to exactly. prove themselves. Yeah, to yeah. actually generate the suits and then command the Zords. Like, yeah. I thought that was really cool. That was yeah, that was pretty too. cool. Mm. Um, so yeah, just not sure whether a sequel is really necessary just yet. Yeah, um, because you imagine the villains they could bring in. Yeah, like, um, I can't even remember half of them. Well, possibilities <laughs> are endless, though. You know, yeah. you can create new ones, and I think this is the whole thing about bringing, you know, or rebooting 
older things is yeah. that you, yes, you're appealing to nostalgia. Oh yeah. But you're also appealing to a new audience. Mm. So to some degree, you really are making it for a new audience, not for the old one. Because yeah, the old that's fair. the old audience will come anyway to check yeah, it out. Yeah. yeah. It's the new audience, so you have to sort of that's give it kind a spin. of I think that's the argument for Toy Story Four. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of like the Catch Twenty Two, isn't mm. it? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think when they when they do reboot or remake certain like shows and movies, it's always about the current audience. It's, yes. It's not always about the, the previous audience. Yes. Mm. So yeah. yeah, I would love it though if they if they adapted Ivan Ooze for a modern <laughs> audience. That would be very funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. That's all I've got to say. No, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Could uh, I ask a question, please? <laughs> yes. As long uh, as it's a nice question. It is a nice question. Oh, good. I offer nothing but nice questions. Oh, sh- yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, Kendall. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just a really quick thought. Yep. Um, thumbs up, thumbs down. Most popular film at the Oscars. What are we thinking? Yeah. I'm... Why, can't, why do I have this thing where I just can't make a decision? Yeah. Because I'm of two minds about it. Mm. I just kind of like... I think it's cool. I think it might be a good way to shine some light and give some recognition to films that don't get the recognition. Like... Because a lot of people were expecting Wonder Woman to get some kind of nomination. Mm. As maybe even for Patty Jenkins as female best director, whatever, yeah. you know, would have been really lovely. Um, but didn't really happen. And then, like, genre films like Wonder Woman, mm. like Star Wars, they only really seem to get the tech yes. awards. Which is fair. And they should get them because the techs or, like, the visual effects and sound are always mm. the best on those kinds of films. But, yeah. But at the same time... And so it would be nice, I guess, for... Um, you know, some more recognition within the, the the academy. But at the same time, it's like, well, is that what the Oscars are supposed to be? Yeah. Or is, you know, like, are they trampling on, you know, 90 years of Oscars history? Yeah. To, 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 to cater to the masses? Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think? Um, for me personally, I'd prefer this category was not included. Mm. I feel like there's enough award shows to that is also celebrate true. popular yeah. entertainment. Yeah, that is and true. I'm not saying that um, popular films and genre pieces don't belong in the Oscars. You're right. We've seen, you know, and we'll, and we'll go to the comic book movies because they're the ones that tend to get, you know, sort of trashed on <laughs> a lot. Like, don't get the recognition. It's, yeah. For some reason, you know, a director can't be the best director for directing a comic book movie. Yeah. Why? Because of its genre. Um, yeah, I even saw an article that had the headline, Oscars creates categories so superhero movies can win yeah, Oscars. Yeah, can get some yeah. acknowledgement. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But then again, you know, the Oscars are seen as that sort of prestige, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So it does give an opportunity to highlight films that people would not normally see. Mm. You know, it was great that Moonlight had won. Mm. And do I think that it was the best film released of its year? No. Was it a great film? Absolutely. Mm. Am I glad it won Best Picture? Yeah. yeah. Because it was fantastic for what it set out to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives independent cinema a bit more of a voice as well. Yeah. Uh, popular films. And I'm assuming that they are going to be more the, the blockbusters. Oh, yeah, they will. Don't really need an Oscar to help support them. No, that's fair. And this is me being a little bit cynical about how Oscars are all about politics and you know an oscar helps boost box office we see that some oscars are given to people because we're like 
you know, this person is in their 80s. It'll probably be their last film. We've got to give them an Oscar. Yeah. The person who is the favorite is in their 20s. They've got plenty of time. Yeah, yeah. For those who didn't pick up, I'm referring to how Michelle Pfeiffer was robbed for the fabulous Baker Boys for not winning the Oscar, and it was given to Jessica Tandy. <gasps> I don't know if anyone picked it up. Because oh, no, 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 I didn't. Michelle won Best Actress in every other major awards ceremony. For that movie? For that role, yeah. Except the Oscar. Except for the Oscar. Oh, so she sucks. was the favourite, and they gave oh. it to Jessica Tandy. Bless you, Jessica Tandy. Rest in peace, my dear. But was uh, it was, was what movie was Jessica Tandy? Was it Cocoon? It wasn't Cocoon. Oh no, I, th- I feel like it might have been. Um, oh, Driving Stacy. Yes, maybe Driving Miss Stacy. I reckon it was. Driving or Fried Stacey. Green Tomatoes. Or when did or when did Fabulous Baker Boys come out? That came out in nineteen eighty nine. It'd be Fried Green Tomatoes. Fried then, Green Tomatoes, I possibly. But yeah, but for example, that was that was one where you just go, oh, you know, is it sort Ooh. of. Thing. And I'm, I'm going to put it out there, even like Heath Ledger winning mm. the Oscar. Um, I'm not saying he didn't deserve it, yeah, but let's yeah. be honest. Had he been had alive, he still, yeah. was he still living, maybe got nominated, but I don't think he would have won. And again, that's not no. a reflection on his performance. It's a reflection of the culture of the Academy. You know, um, in 1992... Um, talking about my favourite actor again, um, you know, <laughs> Mich- Michelle was in two films. She was in Batman Returns and she yes. was in Love Field. Nobody saw Love Field. Everyone what the fuck saw- is Love Field? Exactly. I don't even know. Everyone saw Batman Returns and she got nominated for Love Field. Batman Returns was a much better performance. And she herself had even said, um, I think I should have gotten like a nomination for Batman Returns, but you don't get nominations for Batman movies. I got, I got it for something else instead yeah you know yeah that's and right. yeah. yeah and again that's just sort of the thing about it about that whole you know it's it's a bit elitist but if that's what the oscars are that's what they are yeah that's i don't know pretty but, much it you know but again i guess i'm in a bit of two minds as well like you kendall it's if it's an opportunity to actually acknowledge a good film then why not that's what the oscars are for everyone loves yeah. a bit of an upset you know, this is true. Controversy reigns. Yeah. Um. It was. It was uh, driving. Miss driving Daisy. Miss Daisy. They yeah. both came out in '89. Oh, okay. There we go. Got it. Yeah. Fulia, what are your thoughts on on that? Um. As a filmmaker. I'm not quite sure what to think of it. Um. I don't really watch the um, the award ceremonies as much as I used to. Mm. Um. Only because of when it's been. Telecast. Telecast. Yeah. And in Australia, they're telecast during the day when we're all at work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, unfortunately. They, they do it live, but then they replay it later at night. Yeah. Later at night, but then I'm... If you're too tired or you're watching watch whatever it. else yeah. is on. They go for 12 hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they go for quite some time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I'm sort of... Neither here doesn't phase you? Yeah, pretty much. It doesn't really yeah. phase me. Um, but you know, you both had some good points where, mm. you know, there are award ceremonies that do award, yeah. um, yeah. films that are, you know, the most popular and then, you know, the Oscars will want to try and keep it more sort of original and classic the way it's been for the last 90 years. Yeah. A bit more serious. Yeah. 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 It's why the, you know, you have the Grammys and then you have the Billboard Awards. Yeah. yeah lots of know. difference. And or, the Oscars have the Golden the, Globes as a bit of an answer to it, I guess. Yeah. And the, or the MTV Movie Awards. Yeah, like exactly. That well. too. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, yeah. Um, and in the States, yeah. you've even got things like, you know, um, the, the People's Choice Awards. I don't know yeah, if that's they, still a thing. Yeah, they do do um, that. People's so Choice. Yeah. yeah. Lots to go around. There's yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's plenty of award ceremonies out there for, you know, most popular film or, you know, most popular 
actor or, or actress. Yeah. So I feel like it's it's based. They just it's a marketing kind of decision. I think so because I'm sure we've all seen films. Yeah. Where we've gone really that won the Oscar. <laughs> You've just gone really. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And um um yeah the the well one of the God why can I speak tonight um. Well, a lot of the articles I read about this pointed out is the fact that the Oscars that were broadcast earlier this year were the lowest rated in yes. history. So then, so this is where you're going with the marketing thing. Yeah. Let's talk about films that you want to see. Yeah, you know? and get you watching so we yeah. can get ratings. And, yeah, you know. and, and categories have been going in and out of the Oscars. You know, yeah, I think back true. in the day they even used to have a best picture for the comedy genre. I oh, like how the Golden Globes do. Yeah, but okay. I'm talking like as in, you know, 1930s like, <laughs> like you know years, years, years and years ago sure yeah um and they've then decided to to not do it that way and comedies don't usually get nominated i don't think no. same like horror films don't yeah it's quite rare for a yeah. horror movie to get the that prestige because they're just dismissed yeah um but i don't so know like i don't even like that there's 10 um nominees for best, for best picture. picture it's too I many that. yeah Why? it's like yeah. Every other category has like what five? Five, yeah. Five is a standard. And then some of them even have like three. Yeah, depending on what depending the category is. Depending on what it is. is. Yeah. But yeah. then ten for best picture is I'm just, like, it's nah. way too much. Yeah. Yeah. It, how can you really say it's an honor to be nominated? I understand there's hundreds of films being released. Oh yeah. But you know. But like it's just like mm. I feel like it cheapens it. Yeah. Almost. No, fair. Yeah. Fair. Especially because, like, you know, you, you the, the odds are a lot less. You know? Yeah. Exactly. If you're hoping to win, you're like, well, I've got a one in ten chance. Like, yeah, exactly. Is, yeah. What is yeah. this? What is this going to happen? Anyway, big Oscars chat there. Yeah. That was great. Um, and that's so that's all the news done and dusted. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's move into Trailer Park. Yoy. Trailer Park. Rolling up to the Trailer Park where we all park all the trailers. Yeah. Okay, we have three trailers we're going to talk about uh, today. Um, The first one being an upcoming Netflix series called Maniac. Mm. Thoughts? I wonder if I am smart enough to watch this series (laughs) and understand it. Because the trailer really intrigued me. Yeah, me too. So I feel like it's one of those where... You know, close the curtains, shut the doors, mm. pay attention, be totally immersed in it. Yeah, yeah. Stop, relax, reflect, watch it again, yeah, yeah. <laughs> take it in, mm. discuss, which I think is the strength of a show to be able to do that. If it's, you know, look, shows that you can watch at face value, fantastic, but ones that get you thinking and mm. even saying, I'm not sure if I get it, let's revisit that, let's discuss it, let's find this, you know, finding new things every time. Yeah. I'm all for. Now, I'm just assessing that from the trailer alone. I don't know. It could be a lot easier to understand. It just seems a lot of elements to it. Yeah. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it seems like a thinking person's yeah. series. And yeah. it did say limited series. So I'm assuming... It might just be the... The one season, one season, a few episodes, which I'm all for. And I actually think there should be more of them. Yeah. Just as a, as a side note there. Yeah, but this one's intrigued me and I think it'll be one I'll watch. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Mm. Yeah, fully. what do you think? Um, yeah, like Wayne said, it's very interesting. Um, probably one of those things where it's going to get you thinking a lot. Um, and, you know, the possibility of something like that actually happening in the future. Like, you know, technology is definitely um, getting better and it's um, just increasing in the world to the point where robots are taking over jobs. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, you know, why wouldn't this sort of thing happen in the future as well? So it sort of definitely gets you thinking about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is interesting to say future because I'm fairly certain this is set in like the 80s. Wow. Really? I don't know if you guys got As like an five. alternative. Well, just, just from the, like, I mean, Emma Stone and Joni Hill aside, but everyone else around them in the, that lab and the way that the aesthetics of the lab was mm. very late 70s, early 80s to Wow. Me. That would be cool. That's the vibe I got. Okay. That's interesting. Okay. I didn't really didn't get up. up on it. I no, know. Yeah. That's kind yeah. of, I just like the, the, the certain hairstyles and glasses yeah, and just the, 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 the way that. The, ro- the some of the rooms were set up like not the initial room yeah. that you see at the start but when they go into the chamber they have the and then they get put inside the machine thing yeah. that just looked very yeah. I know that was just my take I could be very wrong and maybe that's just that'd be interesting yeah or it's yeah. an alternate future that yeah, yeah. but who knows yeah. Like, yeah. it's just know. like how you know Watchmen was doing an alternate reality yeah. and that would be really cool yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah speaking of alternate realities looks like we're getting a bunch of those <laughs> yeah we most certainly in are this, in this uh, series yeah. which is so Super intriguing and super interesting, and yeah. Um, and yeah, I love Emma Stone. She's one of my favorite actresses. Yeah, she's she's incredibly talented. Absolutely, and is very funny. Um, and yeah, Jonah Hill also very funny. So there's gonna be, I mean, they seem pretty serious for the most part, but mm. there's got to be some comedy to this. Oh, you need some touches of humor. I feel yeah. like I feel like you don't cast comedy these relief. Two. Comic relief needs to be in there. Somewhere. Yeah, I feel like you don't cast these two actors together. Specifically because they were both, I just realized they're both in Superbad together. Yeah. As love interests in yeah. that too, so that's funny. But um, yeah, like I feel like maybe they could go for that in certain parts, but I don't know. It'd be interesting to see how. Mm. And also kind of seems like some kind of epic love story thing going on maybe. Yeah, well, I mean, it's telling, but helping it's, to invest in the characters, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. When's that being released? That is going to be dropping on Netflix on the 21st of September. We're there. We are. I think we're there. Yeah, <laughs> we are definitely there. Yes. All right. Next trailer is Slaughterhouse Rules. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Simon Pegg, Nick yeah. Frost together again. Yeah. As it should be. Fulia, your thoughts. Oh, my goodness. Horror that, about comedy. Uh, so which Spencer are you seeing? All right. Yeah. <laughs> Initially, when I first saw the title of the actual um, film... Mm. Yeah. Yes, this film. is a film. Yeah, so when I first saw the title of the film, I was like, ah, oh, Slaughterhouse, and all, all like automatically my mind went straight to it's a horror. <laughs> but now that I've watched the actual trailer, I'm now very glad that it's not a horror. <laughs> or it's sort of, it's a comedy horror, I would assume, sort of kind of like yeah. Yeah. Um, Scary Movie may have been. I've yeah. never watched it, so or I'm like, not sure. I just, it made me think of Shaun of the Dead. I was going to say, yeah, it's, it'll be in that more subtle yeah. British humour. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I'd say a better, for lack of a word, better type of humour than Scary Movie. Okay, yeah. well that's <laughs> yeah. good. I'll agree with yeah. you. Okay, so yeah. um, just by just by watching the trailer, um, looks quite funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, might, I might actually end up watching it uh, when it gets released. So, mm. yeah, I, I'm sort of meh about it at the moment <laughs> until I actually see it and then I'll have a proper opinion. opinion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you seen Shaun of the Dead? No. Okay. Oh, it's very If funny. you end up watching that and that's readily available, that'll give you an idea, I think, about what this type of film would okay. be like oh, and then definitely. you'd be, and then you'd know one way or the other. Yeah. 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 The Cornetto trilogy completely. Yes. It's just yeah. amazing. Okay. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> true. Yeah. yeah. Hot Fuzz and hot The World's End. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, I was going to say a thing. Oh yeah, I really want to know 
what the deal is with this school? Yeah. It's literally called Slaughterhouse School or, or, or you know, college or whatever, the, whatever yeah. it was. Um, and then it just seems like these students have been placed in a precarious kind of environment where, you know, threats linger nearby and people die constantly. And no, Why the hell would you want to go to that like, school? Yeah, and they're like not doing anything about it. And there's hijinks and then there's death and then you know Michael Sheen's there as well playing this creepy teacher who's just kind of okay about it all I was gonna say everyone seems okay about it really yeah. well the faculty do at least yeah they do yeah, yeah. I mean I mean, maybe Simon Pegg's the only one that's like kind of mm. like oh this is not right okay this is not right but I'm gonna go <laughs> along with it until yeah I don't know but it looks really funny yeah yeah I'm definitely gonna see it yeah, Wayne, what do you think? Yeah, no, I think, again, like, we know the brand of humour that these boys produce. Mm. Uh, I am a fan of it. Uh, mm. I'm not, like, f- a fanatic of the Cornetto trilogy, but I, I like them for what they are. They're, yeah. they're, 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 they're Enjoyable fun films. Enjoyable films. Yeah, like, Super. A, like, a lot of fun and just sort of chill and enjoy. I do like that brand of British humour as well. Me I think too. they do it yeah. well. Mm-hmm. So there's an element where I almost want to say that this film will be predictable in terms of its tone, its style, its yeah. delivery. Yeah. And I am absolutely okay with that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I am absolutely okay with it. Yeah. You know, the I, movie knows what it is and it's just selling yeah. selling it to us as such. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. I think, yeah, no, no, I, I can see a lot of audiences warming to this. Again, I think it'll be a lot of fun. I don't know. It's I, I'm not expecting a lot you know, and I mean that in the sense of I'm not expecting this film to reinvent the wheel. No. You know, and again, I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. The 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 trailer had me had me chuckling. So yeah, yeah, yeah. so I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> that's cool, yeah. It's fine, excellent. Yeah. All right. Then that means we're now up to our last trailer. Oh when Slaughterhouse being released. Oh my god, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot myself there well, for a second. Well, being that it is going to be a comedy horror, you'd <sighs> expect it to come out. Uh, on Halloween in the UK. Though. Yes. we don't have an Australian yeah. release. <laughs> in the UK, if you're in the UK listening, hello, it's coming out on Halloween. Yeah. Thirty first of October. So get ready. Um, okay. Last trailer now. <laughs> right. Uh, the Nutcracker and the Four Realms. Ooh. Disney movie. What are your thoughts, guys? I don't have too much to say about it because it's a kids' film, but you know, kids' films are fine, and Disney makes really good kids' films. I feel like but this it's not is something I'm watching. This is sort of going on the take of Alice in Wonderland, sort of. I was thinking the That's exact same thing. That's sort of the the vibe yeah. that I got from yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I actually don't mind that because Alice in Wonderland was really well Love made. The, t- the Tim Burton one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah I loved yeah, that. Me I too. loved it. Yeah, yeah. So it was amazing. Um, so Nutcracker, um, I don't really know the actual like story to the Nutcracker. I've never, I've never actually seen like the original, um, cartoons or read the books about it. So like, I don't, I don't know the proper story of it. It's a popular ballet as well. It's done. That too. Yeah. 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 Was it Tchaikovsky? Yeah. Tchaikovsky did the Nutcracker. I think I might disagree with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we'll agree on anything no. today, Kendall, that will be it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. So that's all you're going to get. Um, but yeah, no, I, I've seen a film version of The Nutcracker again, 
aimed at like aimed at children, so yeah. you don't know how much they'll water it down or change it. Yeah, because I've, um, I've I've seen like so many different variations. Like they've got like yeah. the animated version. They've got the Barbie version. That was the one I remember. The yeah, Barbie they've one. got yeah. they've probably got a live action version of it. Yeah, somewhere. Um, they've even you know the ballet, the the stage yeah. production, pro- probably. Mm. Um, so, but it does look very interesting. Like even though it is more aimed at the younger viewers, I'd still go and see it. Yeah, it seems to have a bit of a dark edge to it, though. Yeah, I think. yeah. But I have to say, it, there seems to be that whimsy, um, which is what I found in yeah. Alice in Wonderland as well. And it seems to be a totally different take on the Nutcracker. <coughs> yeah, yeah. As well. Yeah. Um, the film looks um, visually pretty. Well, I, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I think it the one pretty. one thing, the main thing I took away that I liked about the trailer is the is the way it looks. Yeah. Just the the the, de- the detail in the yeah. costumes. Yeah, absolutely. And the makeup is fantastic, and then yeah, the effects look really nice. Yeah, I think look, so too. It looks very so, clean and yeah. I don't know, there's something you're right. Something about it that's yeah. aesthetically appealing. Definitely. Definitely um, yeah. And again, if you can sustain that for two hours and have an intriguing story, um, it looks like we've got a very likable. And relatable heroine, which is yeah, the main I goal. love I love that actress Mackenzie Foy is her name. Yeah, she was um in Interstellar. She, okay, she played Matthew McConaughey's daughter, the young version mm-hmm. of, um, and she was also uh, Renesmee in the Twilight movies. For anyone, oh, Twi- she? Twilight oh, okay. films, oh, yeah, wow. okay, yeah, yeah, and she was in the Con- she was in the, up on and that. she was in the Conjuring as well. She was one of the daughters of the. You wouldn't have seen that, Fulia, yeah. but you've seen <laughs> the Conjuring. I absolutely have. <laughs> I love, oh, it's one of my favorites. Um, Help yeah, yeah, me, I'm in a room of people who like horror. <laughs> she's, um, no. We were so on, I'll just tell you a story, yeah. right, about our conjuring experience, <gasps> seeing it in the cinema, and we were in the, oh, close it. to the front row. Yeah. And we were on, I was there with my sister and two cousins, and we were just on edge for the whole time. And I think my sister, who is a horror nut, uh, we raised her right, <laughs> and she actually tolerates a lot more like blood and gore than even I can. Mm-hmm. Um, we were all there, and again on edge the whole time. Yeah. Vanessa still calls it the scariest movie she's ever seen. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, we're on edge, and you can tell everyone is just sort just of waiting like for... waiting for the next scare. Yeah. And there's a scene where it's dark, and one of the family members at the top of the stairs flicks on a light. Just to have light, but the light flicks on and someone in the back left-hand corner of the cinema (laughs) reacted like, (laughs) did the reaction of like, and then from that reaction, the whole audience sort of like jumped a little bit (laughs) and then laughed. And that is just a beautiful moment. Uh, and it was oh. just gorgeous. So, <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, and it was one of those oh, things man. where it's, 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 that's the beauty of horror. You're anticipating that even something that isn't a jump scare is. Yeah. And this is why sometimes when people watch horror movies, even things that are like traumatic, some people laugh as a nervous reaction. Yeah. And just that one moment, we got it all. And um, it's. That's so good. Yeah. So whenever um, the, that movie comes up in discussion between my sister Vanessa and I, we'll always be like, oh, what about that scene when the lights turned on? <laughs> <laughs> that was terrifying. Oh my God. That's why I love. It's just the best thing about the cinema going experience, yeah. and like I love seeing horror films in the cinema. Yeah, like I, when I saw I saw it last year. Oh, okay, yeah. And I saw it by myself because at the time I couldn't convince anyone <laughs> to come <laughs> see it with yeah. me. Yeah, understandably. 
But um, yeah, the theatre was packed and yeah, there was yeah. that, lo- like yes. people would get scared yes. and then they'd laugh it off afterwards. Yes. They're just like, oh, that was a bit silly. Yeah. Do you remember anyway. the scene in The Conjuring where... Can I we stop think... talking about horror now? No, this is fine. <laughs> One little thing and then we're going to move is, on out of trailer. This is fine. No, I'm actually talking about the bit that's legitimately scared me the most. And okay, I think the whole, the whole audience jumped out of their seats because uh, I know the four of us did. Oh, okay. I want to know if I can guess which part Okay. Is it, uh, it's either the hands clapping part or it's when she's on top of the, the wardrobe. Neither. Oh, yeah, neither. Okay. Like scary moments. Yes. Those parts get me. Scary moments. Yes. Okay. So there's this moment I feel, and it was somebody, it was one of like the ghosts who had lived in the house and I feel like it was maybe the, the maid or, or like the nanny or something. Yeah. And you've got oh. the tension there. It's quiet. And then just from the side of the frame, you get like this woman going, look what she made me do. And she's talking about that she had self-harm. Yeah, yeah. And it just comes out of nowhere and the music strikes. Yeah, yeah. Terrified me. Yeah, fair enough. And look what she made me do is the scariest line of that film for me. Oh, wow. <laughs> because of the... Ju- it is a really brilliant jump scare. No, it's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the, 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 the two I mentioned got yes, me. Yes, they, they got you, yeah. Really yeah. Yeah. Even the sequel to The Conjuring has its moments as yeah, well. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad they've made a movie about the nun because fuck, that nun was scary. I've not seen it yet, so I can't wait to see I that think one. That, I think it's only either just come out or it's about to come out. The nun. Yeah, I'm not too sure actually. Because they've made an, they've made the two Annabelles. Yes. And then they made, made they're about to release the it nun. It is such a great and franchise. Moving on. <laughs> Where's the nutcracker sorry, being released? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Are you sleeping well tonight, Fulia? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think I am. Once that light switch turned on, I'm telling you now. <laughs> um, the nutcracker in the four realms. <laughs> Gee, that went from one level to another. Well, yeah, we talk, We start talking about a kids' movie. Wow, absolutely. Uh, will be released on the twenty second of November. Yay! Yay. Okay, quickie, quickie review time. You'll yes. have quickie reviews. Yes, quickie reviews. Quickie review. So I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that I watched a Netflix original film um, just last night mm-hmm. called Like Father. And that has, I keep forgetting her name. She's from Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell and, and, and. Oh, who's the other guy? I've been Kelsey seeing, Grammer. Kelsey Grammer, yes. Yes. I've been seeing all the uh, pictures of, on, yes. on Netflix about it. Okay, so um, Kirsten Bell. Kristen. Kristen Bell, sorry. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> Easy mistake. <laughs> she plays a, um, a woman that got dumped at the op. Dumped at the altar at the beginning of the film, and mm. her father, who, who's played by Kelsey Grammer, um, rocks up. And he didn't walk her down the aisle. No, because <gasps> funnily enough, those two hadn't been speaking to each other for twenty five years oh. because the father had left them for a very long time. Okay, and the reason was explained a lot later on. Okay, right. Um, but so literally, what happens? It's Sort of like a, a light-hearted sort of a, not really a drama, but it's not completely a comedy. So it's it's not even a dramedy. It's sort of in between sort of both of them. Like they have humor in it. They have some drama in it. Um, but it's not really a dramedy. That's a weird description. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I would just call it a dramedy because that's literally yeah. what you just described. Yeah, it's a dramedy, but it's, 
not kind of are we just not comfortable calling it a comedy drama Awkward silence. <laughs> Did I miss something that I, we I just can't know. call Look, it a comedy drama? Let's, well, let's... I, thought, I thought the specific phrase was. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll... oh, I'm not, I'm not denouncing it, but <laughs> no, we're no. just sort of like until I can figure out a <laughs> way know. of describing it properly. We'll say it's a dramedy. Okay, okay. fool you. Um... <laughs> You've seen it, not me, so I have to take your word yeah, for it. I feel it. like I have to watch it now. Okay, just so because I need to know what kind of genre it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great, I didn't explain myself uh, very well, did no, I? No, 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 you are fine. <laughs> oh, why are you watching this? Was it Fulia's recommendation? <laughs> no, she had no idea what genre it was. I need to tell her. <laughs> Plus Kristen Bell, great. Yes, <laughs> I rate her. <laughs> All right, so it's, it's literally a movie about a father and a daughter sort of rekindling their relationship. Yeah. And um, oh it starts off really... Um, <laughs> I'm not even sure. Will you two shut up? I'm trying to explain myself here. So <coughs> <coughs> now I'm dying. Okay. That's payback. All right. Leah, please. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so they've been estranged. So they've been estranged. They've And then all of a sudden they bump into each other at the daughter's wedding. Yeah. Where she gets dumped at the altar. Yes. Because she's too busy with her life to be caring about her relationship. Oh, one of those ones. Yes. Lovely. So it starts off with her character being very much like jerk-like, like a bit of a sort of bitchy, mm. um, not really caring about other people's you know, feelings. Um, so very much like Eleanor at the beginning of The Good Place. Sort of. Yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. Similar. Sort of like that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, all of a sudden, you know, her father's there and um, now they're trying to rekindle their relationship by... All of a sudden, going on the honeymoon that she was supposed to be on, which was a cruise, mm-hmm. and sort of, and that's where the sort of the story sort of continues on, on how they sort of bond. Okay. Yeah, and you know, it's it's, but by the end of it, it's it's quite it's quite lovely how they come back together, oh, cool. um, and all that sort of thing. So yeah, it sounds, sounds like a, a nice, nice yeah. film. Yeah. A, yeah, a nice yeah. sweet dramedy. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm no good at explaining things. No, no, you you explained the rest of it very well. No, no, you did did very well. I'm only teasing you and now I know why you haven't been on Fred Watch. So, out of... (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess I won't be ever again or ever in the, you know, full stop. Of course you will, my dear. Out of five, what would you give it? Um, I'd give it a a four, actually. It was actually really really enjoyable. It was very enjoyable. Um, I'd probably, I'd definitely watch it again at some point. Yeah, it sounds sweet, though. Yeah, like, there sounds like definitely. there's a bit of a sweetness to it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think it sounds like it follows a formula, which <clears throat> oh, is fine. Oh, and Seth Rogen's in it, too. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Brings in the co- the comedy. Yeah. He's a comedic relief. Canadian. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Inverted commas, Canadian. Right. That's his character. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. On and, a cruise. And what did you watch, Kendall? What did I watch? Well, um, I took myself... Well, I met up with my lovely friend, Christina. Hello. We love you, Christina. Hello, Christina. <laughs> Hi, Christina. Christina. <laughs> met you once. Love you forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice. Um, we went to uh, the classic... Theatre in Elstonwick. Okay. Uh, I'd never been there before, never even heard of it. And it was a lovely little theatre. Is it an old school one, like mm. Astor and, and similar the Sun? To, similar to, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, those kind of yeah. theatres, older seats and Beautiful. stuff, and really nice. and The best kind. Yeah, yeah it was so cool. Them. And cheap tickets, too. Yeah. Like, it was 
we went on, we went on Tuesday and they're like, yeah, like $10 tickets. Yeah. How great is that? Yeah. yeah. Really nice. Really nice. Um, yeah. So, uh, we saw, um, RBG, mm-hmm. which is a documentary about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Okay. Who's not probably really known to Australian uh, audiences because um, she's very much in the American pop culture zeitgeist. Um, she's one, well, she wasn't the first, but she was, I think, maybe the second um, Supreme Court justice. Okay. Um, so uh, she was appointed by Bill Clinton in 1993, um, and she's been serving on there ever since in the oh, Supreme okay. Court. And before that, she was a lawyer. Um, Educated at Harvard, Harvard and Columbia and uh, and Cornell University, and she has basically just done a lot of groundbreaking things in terms of um, equal rights yeah. for uh, men and women under the law. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so she's had a great you know impact in terms of yeah American law okay. in regards to females getting you know the same treatment as men and stuff. Yeah. And so, did it follow a specific case that she was working on, or was it more just an overall sort of biopic documentary? It was, yeah, more like that. Yeah. So yeah, so pretty much it started. It, it kind of just takes you through her whole life, okay, um, story, and it and then it kind of as she become you know she goes out of college and into her career as a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it goes and then a judge and then Supreme Court. It just it goes into some of the big landmark cases that she did and things that you know she helped like help bring to the forefront and stuff and talks about her family and everything nice. and yeah and just how much of a kick-ass like <laughs> lady she is she's okay she's in her 80s and she's she has a personal trainer oh wow there's footage of her in the doco working out and doing stuff yeah. doing push-ups and <laughs> that's cool like all this yeah she's so bad and she's so tiny <laughs> she's yeah. a tiny lady and she's uh, amazing um her nickname is the notorious rbg <laughs> which i think is the best that's cute. thing ever yeah like, people have made like like, um, you know, fan art of her face with like the, uh, the Biggie Smalls crown. Yes. Like, you know, that iconic, <laughs> yeah, comic, yeah. comic image of yes. Biggie Smalls. Um, well, I think it's really, really good. But yeah, it was a really lovely documentary. Very well put together. Um, you know, lots of, I mean, it's one of those talking head ones. Yes. So there's no narration. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, they interview all these different people who have interacted with her or like, you know, have things to say. Bill Clinton even appeared in the doco. He was interviewed oh, wow. as yeah. well. Which is really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would highly recommend if you're a fan of good documentaries, definitely go check it out. Cool. They're also making a movie with Felicity Jones playing her. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's coming out next year, I think. I can't remember what it's called, so I'm just going to quickly look it up. But I'm really, really excited to watch it now just because, like, you know... And now that I actually know about her life. Like yeah, it sort of puts the, the film into context. Would definitely it? does. Because, yeah. yeah, me and, yeah. Oh, yeah. On the base, oh, sorry. On the basis of sex is what it's called. Oh, cool. And what would you give um, RBG out of five? Um, yeah, I'd give it a four out of five as well. Yeah. 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 I re- really enjoyed it. I don't watch enough documentaries. and. Oh, documentaries are fantastic, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, they really are. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure this one will probably be on Netflix at some point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's currently playing at the Classic, but I think it's coming out on DVD and Blu-ray okay. soon as well. Cool. So yeah, go check it out. Nice cool. And there was one other um, thing that I watched on uh, Netflix, and mm. that was Hannah Gatsby's In The Net. Oh my God, I watched it like a yeah. week ago i watched yes. it a couple of days ago i watched it a few weeks ago oh. and i'm still thinking i'd like to watch it again because it it's a film well it's a routine that regardless of what everyone tells you 
you still don't expect it to be the way it is. And a lot yeah. of people have kept quiet about its details, which is fantastic. Yeah. yeah I'm really glad people have like just yeah. said, watch it and don't, haven't said yeah, anything else. Yeah, because um, even um, Adam Savage yeah. um, from the Mythbusters, who's now part of the um, Tested.com, they have their own podcast. And he mentioned the fact that he actually watched Nanette. Yeah. And wow. how powerful it was to yeah. him. Oh, it's an incredible piece. It's one that I want to go back and, and watch again. And just um, now that I know what to expect, really look for the little intricacies yeah. of, of the routine. Um, it's a fantastic. Oh, my God. I wasn't expecting all that tension to no. come through. Because it's it's a film. It's a stand-up routine that is not funny. No. Yeah. It, yeah has humor. Yes. Yes. But when you go to watch a stand-up show, you don't expect something like Nanette. No way. Um, and it's interesting that that was the platform that Hannah uses. Mm. But in saying that, that's the platform she knows. And yeah. that's how she's found her voice. Yeah. Um, you know, as creative people, we found our voice or our voices, I should say, yeah. through the art that we produce, through the writing, through the way yeah. we will cut a scene, through the, the way we even just podcast and choose to talk about what we want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I think that's why we all love films so much because we're watching and talking and discussing films that say something that maybe we haven't been able to say. Yeah. yeah. You know, that talk on behalf of us. Yeah, that's right. And what I love what Hannah Gatsby has done She's talking on behalf of a lot of people. Yeah. And there are elements that I can connect with what she's saying, Mm. but there are a lot more that I cannot connect. Mm. And Mm. that's what intrigues me and that's what's challenging and that's why it's such a great uh, great piece. It really is. Yeah. 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 I imagine, and correct me if I'm wrong, that as women there was just something that absolutely clicked. Yeah. 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 Because regardless of backstories or personal histories – as a man, I'm automatically not in a position to understand certain elements. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? So I find yeah. that really interesting and I just applaud her for giving yeah. her voice. Oh, how yeah. fucking brave. Yeah. Definitely. It, it, sort of, it, it sort of confronts you with the fact that she's actually publicly talking about what's happened in her life. Yeah. And the fact that a lot of other people, like especially women, can relate to it. Mm. And uh, also to um, you know the, the the queer community, they can also definitely oh, relate yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, stories. yeah, <laughs> definitely can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't expect her to make me cry. Oh, so I was definitely on the verge of. Oh, at the end, I was gone. Just the intensity she yeah. was giving, yeah. the things she was saying. Uh, yeah, just, it just overwhelmed me. Yeah, I got watery eyed at it as well. Yeah. And I think had you all seen Hannah Gatsby performing anything else before no. this? I, I've oh actually... well, just like mini sort of bits and pieces, bits in like comedy <coughs> shows. And yeah, stuff like that, but that's about it. Um, no, I've seen her in the flesh. You've seen her, yeah. So you, you actually know, yeah. Yeah. I've seen her. The thing that I've seen her most prominently in was when she was in Please Like Me. Oh yeah, she was um, really good in that. Yeah, um, that's one of my all-time favorite shows. I it's think, such Please a good like show. Me. Yeah, it oh is. Oh my god. It's brilliant. It is. Um, and I'm sure I've seen, like, I've seen her throughout on TV as well, like little bits and pieces, like yeah, you were yeah. saying, Fulia. I've never seen her um, actually perform. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I wonder what it would have been like being in that audience, you know, Aww. watching live and not having the, the hype that it has now, like going into a very cold, fresh. Raw. You'd almost feel, yeah, going raw. You'd almost feel a bit like 
almost abused yourself. <laughs> you almost feel a bit rough. You know what I mean? Because she's a brilliant storyteller. She yeah. takes you oh, on yeah. this journey. She really does. You, even if you can't share her life experiences, you are with her throughout it. Definitely. Because she is such an incredible presence because she's so humble. Yeah. You know, and watching the net, I've one thing that I noticed a lot that I felt that she was incredibly nervous delivering that. Oh, yeah. And oh, I don't, tell. and I don't know if it was because she was being filmed and now it's not just a room full of people. Yes. Hundreds of people, but mm. it's still a room full of people mm. who, you know, will talk about it, but you know, whoever they share the, the story with can't really know, but we can now know because it's recorded. Yeah. And again, you're right, that's brave because, you know, we tell our stories through the guises of fiction, most of us. Yes. Um, this, she's saying, no, no, this is me. Yeah. And she's talking about things that I'm sure we all feel, felt, oh, yeah. or will feel. Um, the anger that came through. Yeah. Mm, anger wow. um, and shame and things like that. Definitely. Um, and it's a broader society that puts these things on you. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think one of the most powerful things too was after she would say something mm. and the next shot, would be the cameras of the you could you know that back shot of the whole audience yeah they would do from time to time and just after she says something and then it shows you the audience and you just like you can hear the silence yes yeah. absolutely it's just like she's that's the opera house yes she's at the sydney opera house and she's brought them to silence yeah like that, absolutely oh, you know great yeah it, moments oh, like that powerful. are just yeah moments like that are just magic because it's mm-hmm. people are engrossed you know in your story, they're taking it in. It's a beautiful sign of respect. Mm. And there's this one woman in the audience that you notice who applauds a lot. She's actually in the front row. Yeah, I noticed you know, her too. I, I think, know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I think that when she applauds mostly to hand, she, over hands. She's yes. like this? Like, yes, yeah, like really, sort of yeah, standing sort of, up. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. And, you know, and like that you go, that almost it's like if you were just delivering your content to that one woman, she is on your side. Mm, you yeah. cannot, regardless of where you're going to go with this, you're not going to lose her. Why? Because you are telling her story or an element mm, of her story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is magic. You know, like that's in, in, incredible, in, incredibly magic. Mm. And I think as, you know, again, as people to bring it back to what we do at Fred, and this is extraordinarily self-indulgent, but <laughs> we, you know, with a lot of, with some of our creative work, especially through theatre, is we're te- we also speak on behalf of people. Yeah. who haven't had the chance to speak. And that is incredible. When we did Midsummer, we had one one particular performance where the demographic was just a lot of older men. And I just saw them react to Michael's monologue yeah. that he tells his father in that play. Oh, that's my favourite part. Yeah, it was thing. one of my favourite part of reading it. And Bane was delivering it and, you know, and Bane... Bradshaw, who played Michael, worked really hard at it. And I just had to tell him after the show. I said... This model's been played a lot. Um, you've been doing really well. David McNamara, who played Michael in the Melbourne Fringe season, did extraordinary in it as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. But you had a majority or you had a majority audience of older gay men and you spoke on their behalf. I was sitting in the back row and I could see their body language and I could see them tense up, oh, wow. leaning forward and as a director, that's great. But as a writer who yeah. wrote those words, oh yeah, that's it, so... that is magic. Like that's incredibly magic. Yeah. So I can't imagine Hannah Gatsby delivering those words to the Sydney Opera House, mm. and everyone is on your side is incredible, and we feel it. 
yeah, watching it, it on yeah, you know on, on really TV we feel it like it is not a program that it can be hyped too much Mm-mm. you know what i mean mm. whether you can relate or no you can't it's irrelevant you it's impossible not to be moved by a story impossible i think yeah, yeah. yeah. five stars five stars yes yes definitely Absolutely. yeah amazing wow this isn't yeah. going to be a long episode guys it is but that's super fine. extended cut yeah absolutely we there's... like to talk and we're having fun <laughs> yeah yeah well i mean there's these have just been great topics to talk yeah, about yes. as well and what's great is it shows the diversity within pop culture which is exactly which is brilliant yeah, yeah. that's what we're here for yeah exactly okay How all right I? well that was the uh longest <laughs> <laughs> Quickie review segment in history. Yes. Um, we should yes. really rework that name. Yes. <laughs> they're not so quickie reviews. Not so quickie. <laughs> yeah, they're not so quickie. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Let's do that. All right. Okay, so that means it's time for the moment you've all been waiting for. Are you going to do it, Kendall? No. Gone. Fool you might. What time is it? Popcorn <laughs> Conquer! <laughs> Pepkin Kitchen! <laughs> Sorry, Phil, you've been replaced. No, 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 no. <laughs> I've been pop, dying to do pop. that. Yay, good. I'm glad you did it. I'm I was just like, like, I have to explode. I have to do it. I don't know if I can. <laughs> do it. <laughs> Very good. How do you feel now? Great? Relieved. Relieved, yeah. <laughs> Fabulous. You could Fabulous. go another it's round, out. let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's out. Okay, popcorn culture is indeed the time we are now up to in the podcast. Yay. Yay. So last week, um, we asked you guys, or more accurately, Fulia did, mm. um, what song is guaranteed to get you on the dance floor? Yay. Okay, well, we already know Fulia's answer. <laughs> no, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> but, but yes. what do you have? Okay. So now, we, what song got you on the dance floor last week okay, to remind so, our listeners? All right. So last week at my birthday party, <laughs> the first song that came up that really got me like jumping out of my seat to go dance was Coco Jumbo. Hey. <laughs> very <laughs> 90s dance. A very dance. Ni- I can't talk now. <laughs> it's a very 90s dance song, dance pop song. And... Because I hadn't heard it for such a long time, and in the little bit of a drunken state that I was in, mm. I could not help but get up and dance. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's got a hell of a beat and a rhythm that, you know, it, it's it's very tropical as well. Yeah, it is. And so it just wants, <laughs> well, the video makes is, you want to dance. The video is on the, like, they're on a beach. On a beach, Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Like Palm trees very... and everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Why wouldn't that make you want to dance? Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> uh, but in saying that, um, I would say the um, the song or possibly songs that will definitely get me up onto the dance floor is um, Everybody's Backstreet Back by the Backstreet Boys. Oh, yeah. Hey. 100%. That's a good definitely. one. Talk about great video clips. Oh, I love I, that I video. Love it. I love it. So good. Um, and also... Um, What's the other one again? I had it. It was just there. Um, Blue by Eiffel 65. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> Very, you can tell how 90s I go with my songs. Uh, <laughs> so 
how do you sing along to that song for you? What are the Which lyrics one? of Blue that you say? I'm blue, da ba dee da ba die, da ba dee. That's how I sing it. Yeah. That's good. I'm, in, I'm in need of a guy. <laughs> I'm blue, I'm in need of a guy. Oh, of course you would say that. No, oh. I, the other one is, um, if I was green, I would die. No, uh, I've heard that I've one. I've also I don't heard, like it. I'm blue, if I OD, I will die. Oh, <laughs> I'm this song. I love that song. They all work. That's why it's a brilliant song. No, <laughs> keep it with the original. The original's the best. Yeah, because... Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Yes. Gibberish. Um, <laughs> Yay. Yes, and it also great. shows my age. No, um, it, they're oh, great songs. Fine. They're yeah. amazing songs in terms of, um, you know... Being, you know, nineties music, nineties pop music was just, and dance music was just amazing. Yeah. Um, it always got me up dancing. Like even now, regardless of nostalgia, the beat still holds, yeah. the yeah. rhythm still holds, and yeah, it just some really it, good ones. It still makes you want to dance. Well, that's mm. the beauty of pop songs as well, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're just fun. Mm. Exactly. I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So any sort of music or song that has that kind of a rhythm or a beat to it I'm definitely up and dancing oh and Sandstorm (laughs) because you know club music why not (laughs) that's that's kind of like our hype music for when we're about to play hockey that's a pretty Uh, good hype song yeah Yeah. just raving (laughs) just raving it's not a visual medium but I was dancing yes Good shit. You're lucky. <laughs> yes. yeah. On to the next person. Yay. Yes. Can I go? Before Abs- I, I'm going to forget because songs keep jumping in my head. Yeah, I'm like, going to forget them. <laughs> go for it, Kendall. Go okay, for it. Okay, okay. So, getting anything, the main one out of the way first, anything by Michael Jackson <laughs> of course. will get yes. me on the dance floor. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anything. Um, if I had to pick one specific song by him, though, oh, that's a tough one. Bad. Um, no, I wouldn't pick bad, Beat actually. It. Beat It's tempting. So part of me goes thriller because it's easy to do the dance. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I love like I, like something like, you know, The Way You Make Me Feel or Smooth Criminal. Yes. Yeah. Are good. Smooth Criminal, 100%. Does Billie Jean write up there? Da- yeah, yeah, definitely. A lot of clubs most will like mostly play Billie, Billie Jean. Billie Jean, just because of the beat sort it's of lends itself to that good, vibe. It's got such a good yeah. beat. Yeah. And it's one of the Michael Jackson songs that if you sort of uh, remix it or redub it, it yeah. works still. Like I think it's, it's one of the easier cool, ones yeah. Yeah, to do. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Um, so, yes, MJ. And then I have three other main ones that will, without fail, get me on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first is uh, Jump Around by House of Pain. I fucking love that song. Yeah. So that jump around. Jump up. Oh, jump up that again one. Down. Right, right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Thought-provoking lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> it's got such a good beat too. Yeah, Just, yeah I love makes it. Makes you want to jump. I fucking it makes me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you would be correct. Yeah. Um, yes, I, I, that's one of my all-time favorite songs ever. Um, another one would be um, The Nutbush. Yeah, that's a classic song that everybody learned in bloody primary school. I fucking love The Nutbush. I still cannot do the moves. I f- really? I, I, you know what? When The Nutbush is on, I'm more than happy to jump on the dance floor. And I go in there so confidently. I'm like, I know when a twist. <laughs> I know when to spin around. I know when I'm moving my leg to the left. Fuck it up every single time. <laughs> and, you know, you watch the person in front of you and copy. You're like, oh, I'm getting the hang of this. No. But then as soon as you turn away from them. You're just like, yeah. Like, if yeah. you're on the edge of the... Oh, you know, yeah. It's, if you end up being the front row. Yeah. it's Look, it's my sister's favorite 
song and, and dance tune. Vanessa doesn't really dance, but that one will always it's get so her. Good. She demand she played it at her wedding reception, demanded everyone. Else. Oh, it'll be on my and yeah. I absolutely humiliated myself on that dance floor, but I was just laughing it's all okay. the way through it. <laughs> it's yeah. Good. It was high on life. It's, def- it's definitely a song that will yeah. get everybody up um, and dancing because of how pop like yeah. how known the dance moves yeah. are to the song yeah. because everyone's learnt it. Well, doesn't mm. it lo- doesn't it play at every like primary school disco? Pretty much. <laughs> oh, that's cute. literally where yeah. I learnt yeah. it Same. from. I learnt well, it in primary school. I didn't. I learnt it from uh, having older cousins who all turned 18 and 21 <laughs> and when, all did the I, when I was in primary school. <laughs> yeah. And they always played the Nutbush. Of course. So that's, that's my memory of learning the Nutbush so yeah. is, is doing that. Um, yeah, I fucking love it. Um, and then the last one would be Moves Like Jagger by Maria. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. 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 It's a fun song. I've got this. I've, it's been played so much that <laughs> I'm just so over it. Yeah. Oh, when it, came, when it came out. When it, was, it came out, it was all right. It was done to death. Yeah. But okay. then it just got played so many times yeah. over the radios and everything. I'm just like, I don't want to hear it anymore. Can we just No, I just love it because... Dance like Mick Jagger. <laughs> I don't even know right. how to dance like Jagger. Yeah, or, or like that like you d- walk he does. You just kind of just you just move in any which way direction, Fulia, and, and it's acceptable. very weirdly, just, it's acceptable. Just yeah, just like literally chicken, just like watch, Peter Garrett, you know, yeah. Midnight Oil type thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, very similar. Just watch that video of Dancing in the Street with David Bowie, like uh, yeah, get a feel for his. Okay. Dancing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, those are my songs. Uh, Wayne, please Great tell picks. us yours. Look, Kylie's always going to get yes. me on the dance floor. Um, my favorite. Love me some my, Kylie. my favorite is the classic of "I Should Be So Lucky." It is just an infectious. Chopey song. It is really. It good. is from her singing budgie era that she always tries to leave behind. <laughs> you know, she will do it as a ballad sometimes, but yeah. when she does it, sort of in the original form. Everyone's yes. just everyone's just there with her. Yeah, it's great. Um, I have memories of actually my grade five school camp, and I can't remember where it was, but you know, we obviously went bush or near rainforest or something like that. Yeah. And one night they were just playing all these music, this music, and I was like sitting just chatting with friends and stuff like that. And the the one song that got me up on the dance floor was Kylie's Step Back in Time. Oh, so, yeah. so yeah, so I'm showing my age as well because it was a new song then. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that got me and I was just like happy to dance there. And um, I don't really go clubbing anymore, but when, when I did, you know, you and your mates arrive, the first order is the bar <laughs> or the bathroom, one or the other. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sometimes both at once, <laughs> depending on how you've been going. Yeah. But if you could, if you're in the bathroom, it doesn't matter if you're in the queue. You hear Kylie, you're just on the dance floor. Oh yeah, I used to do the <laughs> yeah. same thing. Like, like if I was in the queue for the loo, yeah, and I hear a song, yes. if it was like if it was jump around, for yeah, example, I'd be fucking gone. I'd be like, well, oh, I'm peeing later. Yeah, right. yeah no, exactly. You're like, no, nah, you're like, it's Kylie, and your friend would just go, I know, and that was just all you needed to say to yeah. go. We're going on the dance floor. We'll be back later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Kylie's done a lot of different um, songs and um, sampled different genres, but her pop music for me just gets me every time. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm I'm a tragic. I love pop songs. I just think they're me a lot too. of fun. Yeah. Um, and yeah, but yeah, Kylie's sort of classic stuff just always gets me in a good mood. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. So good. yeah. That's great so when you're doing the housework as well. You don't notice <laughs> yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
That's awesome. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Well, that's our answers then. Uh, yeah. Let's go through your answers, starting yep. with two, count them, two Instagram responses this yep. week. I know, right? Okay. Legitimate. Yeah. Um, Record. We love our, we love the bots, but people are great. Yes. <laughs> yeah. people, people too. Are, people are better. Are, yeah. Are, yeah, definitely better. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. The first response is from... The Bethany Griffiths. Hello, Bethany. Hello, Bethany. Hey, Beth. She says, Dancing Queen, Macarena, I'm going to be... I'm very white. Also, if it's not all the women in the family shuffling in a circle like some sort of Wiccan ritual, is it really even dancing? What does that even mean? (laughs) I don't get that. I'm so confused. Well, she... No, she's just... I think she's just making a... A joke of some kind. Taking the piss out of herself. Taking the piss, yeah. Just like, you know, you know. If we're all, we must be doing some kind of ritual if we're all just, you know, standing around dancing. It, like it's that. kind of like also that thing where, um, you know, and you tend to see it more when the girls are all out, yeah. you know, in the circle because they've got all of their like handbags and, and in coats the in the middle, yeah. in a circle. So I think yeah. that's what Bethany is channeling. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. That Ooh, makes sense. Speaking of just sidetracking just for a second. Um, when I was in Ireland, when we went out clubbing in Dublin, mm. um, we formed the circle to dance as well. Yeah. We wanted to put our stuff on the ground, but the security guards would not allow us to do that. So we had to hold our things. We're not allowed to have anything on the ground oh. at all. They didn't oh. have a cloakroom or anything? They had a cloakroom, but they charged for the cloakroom. Oh, rude. Yeah. So that meant you'd have to hold on to your handbag yeah. and your I'll jacket. S- the best so. thing about being a guy, you just rock up. <laughs> Because I definitely find you, I don't know if you, you girls ever did this, but if there was like, you know, a night where you knew you'd just be hitting the clubs the whole night, like yeah. not leaving till morning. I you don't want to take too much. Oh, I would just be t-shirt and a pair of jeans, like wallet, keys, phone in my pockets. That's it. I'm like, I know I'm going to freeze on the way there. And I'm not going to freeze on the way home, mm. but I'm spending about six hours inside <laughs> so I can deal with that. Yeah. I don't know. Like, were you guys over the same? No. Um, no. No, <laughs> no, no. I didn't think so. Not, not really. Like, I mean. Well, it depended on the weather. If it was summer, then yeah. 100% no oh, yeah, worries about a jacket fine. or whatever. I would yeah. just have like a, you know, over the shoulder bag or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then I'd usually have a cardigan or something like, you know, in the colder months. Yeah. You know, Definitely. Yes. Strapped to my bag. But that sucks. They wouldn't let you put your stuff down. No. I had a freaking another tangent just because why not? Um, no, when I was in Vegas, I we went into this nightclub that was partly because we did a party bus that took us all around Vegas. And then, um, <clears throat> yeah, and we got to this nightclub that's at one of the casinos that usually charged like, oh, I don't even know how much it would have been, but a lot mm. um, to get in. And then I took my perfume with me because I always take perfume with me because I'm always conscious about, you know, odor. Yeah. Um, and which is fine. And then, um, yeah, and then we get, they're searching your bags as you're going in. Oh, wow. Yeah, because it's Vegas. Um, and then the guy was like, you can't take your perfume in. And I was just like, oh, okay, well, can I just come and pick it back up on my way out? And he goes, nope. Yeah, they confiscate it completely. Yep. Wow. And it was a new bottle oh. <laughs> that I took, I bought specifically for the trip. Yeah. And I lost it. And then I didn't have any proper perfume after that. Oh, that yeah. sucks. Because I couldn't really afford to spend any more money on it. So I just had basic, you know, deodorant from like Walmart or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that was just... Did the I, job. I like cried because I was just like, it's but a new bottle of... Why wouldn't he let you collect it on the way back? Like, did I he actually throw it out or disregard it or... Threw, no, I threw it. I saw him throw it into a bin. Oh, okay. They have a bin there. Don't they have cloaking? No. Just like Can I just say though, 
I don't really get what the issue is because obviously there wasn't going to be an immediate threat, i.e. it wasn't like a mini bomb or anything no, because you wouldn't no. be putting it in a bin next to you. <laughs> you I know. think it was an alcohol Yes, issue. I was going to say, I was yeah, shed but, some light security-wise. Let's give that back to you on the way out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, generally people will be try and be very sneaky and chuck some alcohol into, you know, certain different types of, you know, bottled items um, to try and get it in so they don't have to pay for drinks. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, the security guy's just doing his job to think yeah. no, he was, alcohol. He was, yeah. So, but he was but like, it's, it still sucks that there wasn't an alternative for you to hold on to it because it's something that well, you just get bought. it back. It, yeah. just, it just seems silly that it, you I know, get that's it back. I that's why I asked because I was just like, well, can I just get it back on my way out? And he just flat out, he wasn't Yeah, because security, guard, security guards can't take any responsibility for anything that's been left yeah. behind. So, so I, I get he was doing his job, but it was, yeah. it was really shit. But yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely. The nightclub is really fucking cool, though. So. Oh, so it was worth it? <laughs> it was worth it. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I literally, my deci- I had to make the decision right then and there as, as if I, I was going to go in. And I was like, fuck it, I'm in Vegas. Yeah, exactly. I'm going into a nightclub. Yeah. Like the, not the yeah. Nightclub. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Thanks yeah. for your response, Bethany. Yes, thanks, Nicole, Bethany. Beth. That was huge discussion. Yeah. yeah. All right. Second Instagram. All right. Response. So, our second Instagram response is from the user Do It For The Phil. Yay! Yay. So I'm not quite sure who that is. That's okay, but we we appreciate you very much. Thank Thanks you very do it much. For the fill. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do it for you, baby. We yes. will. That's okay. Um, and they respond with Usher. Yeah. 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 When it came out, definitely. Yeah. Good song. Yeah. Yes. I love. I like it too, actually. Yeah. yeah. It was right. a good song when they came out, and especially the times when we started going clubbing. Yeah. It was a good song to dance Definitely. to. Definitely. You do always remember the songs that were popular when you first started going clubbing with yeah. your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Well, um, Umbrella by Jay-Z was mm-hmm. one for me as well. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. yeah. When going, because it was like 2007 and I turned 18 in 2006. Yeah. So that was, yeah. that was a big one. Yeah. Oh, I remember awesome. hearing, hearing that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> or The Way I Are by Timberland. I don't know if you Oh, yeah. Do you remember that one? That was a banger. Yeah. That was pretty good. Because yeah. as someone who's studying to be an English teacher, that song still gets me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Don't worry. You know, as an English literature major at university, not at the time, but just before that, I was just like, this is incorrect. (laughs) What does it mean? What does it mean? But I will dance anyway. I'll dance anyway. A lot lot of the clubs were mainly um, very, very R&B orientated. Oh, yeah. Depending on the night. Yeah. Uh, it, it was either that or it's old school. Yeah, because some yeah. would definitely do like even just R&B nights and things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. I personally find R&B hard to dance to myself. It depends oh, on the no, song. I love it. Yeah. Any, any depends of it. depends on the song. Yeah. Any of it. I love it. I, I love, love it. I'm too awkward and geeky. <laughs> I think that's why I like pop because you're like, you're just allowed to <laughs> do whatever. Do anything, yeah. yeah. I love I love the ones that are, um, that really get you shaking your booty. Yeah. <laughs> like I had when I was at my birthday last week. Yeah, I, yeah. I have images of you. Yes, doing that in my brain. if one particular <laughs> song came up, I definitely would have been going nuts for it. Was "Get Busy" by Sean Paul. Okay. If yeah. that song had it played, yeah, that's I would have gone nuts. Yeah, that's another one. <laughs> my booty would have been shaking crazy. Yeah. Love it, love it. <laughs> Thanks, do it for the film. Thank you. Good call. Our next one is from Ash Hall. Ash, hello. Nice of you to join us, Ashley. Yay! 
and he's picked a great song. I don't feel like dancing by Scissor Sister. Yeah. Oh yeah. What a ripper. So good. Love it. And yep. he's also offered Dancing's Not a Crime by Panic at the Disco. Yes. yes. Which is I don't there. feel like dancing. It's literally ironic to the fact that it's such a dancey song. And it's I don't feel like dancing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's probably one of my favorite Scissor Sister songs. I think. Yeah. For me, it actually still remains. I know it's probably their most like commercial and stuff, it is, but I yeah. yeah, I really like that one. Yeah, it's really really good. And dancing. <coughs> Dancing's Not a Crime uh, is off the Pray for the Wicked album that just came out okay, like a yeah. month or two ago. Um, and it's really, really good, fun, upbeat song. Cool. And Panic at the Disco is um, Ash's favourite band. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So not surprised that that one's there. No, no. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Ash. Thanks, Ash Hole. Yay. Okay, next is Philip Humpting. Hello, Phil. Philip Humpting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's some payback right there. <laughs> All the times he couldn't pronounce your name right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, that's how you pronounce it. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My mistake. Yeah, um, Master Humping. What did he say? <laughs> he says uh, anything with a swinging groove. Hashtag Andrew Nolte and his orchestra, yes. which is like a 1920s type of jazz kind of style. Yes, it, music. it's very, it's very great music. Like I've been to one of Andrew Nolte's. Um, uh, gigs and yeah. they're actually really good. They really sort of it is very jazz bluesy sort of nineteen yeah. twenties. That's cool. Yeah, flapper, get your flapper dress on. Definitely, definitely. It's a beautiful era. For yeah. Music. Oh, yeah, and dancing as well. Yeah. Like just oh the, yeah, it's, and fashion just really. the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Hash, let's I bring love, it back I love in the twenties. Yeah, I love the 90s. We're about to go into the the new twenties. So let's do it again, except for the you know the Great Depression. We'll be fine. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Except for that. Let's not, <laughs> let's not do that, please. Um, excellent. Thank you, Phil. Very good answer. Yes. Mm. Uh, moving on with Kirsten Shanahan. Hello, Hello Kirsten. Kirsten. Hey, Kirsten. And she says, most songs make me get up and dance, but mainly Love Shack by the B-52s is my jam. Yep. Good call. That, again, is just one of the it's really fun, <laughs> infectious songs as well. RuPaul features in the video clip. I don't know if you all know Yeah, those. she yeah. does. Yes. Yeah. Wow. First, I think, major sort of TV gig, oh, if you will. Yeah. 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 Yes. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Mind you, it's been a long time since I last watched the video. So. Yeah, no, but that's that's a, that's a great song. Again, that's one that's always going to be on a playlist. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. party definitely. anthems, yeah. kind of. You know, yeah, it's kind of it's like an ageless song, isn't it? It really is. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yeah, a yeah. lot of fun. It's a very good pick. Thank you, Kirsten. Thank you, Kirsten. Good job. So Lorna Middleton said. Nutbush or yes. Macarena, absolutely. Nutbush. So these were the songs of every childhood disco. Yep. 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 No <laughs> doubt about that. Although these days it's something about Ed Sheeran's Shape of You. Can't fail to make me want to move. Nah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yes. Good call. Yeah. Definitely a good call. Yeah. Yes, the Macarena, holy crap. The the every time that song comes on, the movements start automatically. Yeah. Do you all re- <laughs> do you all remember your reaction when you first saw the video clip? Like did you hear the song first or video clip first? Oh the video clip. The video clip. I remember Same. the video clip. I remember first. the video clip first. Yeah. And you know you're watching it going. What the hell was that? <laughs> no, when you're when we at that age, we were like kids when it came out. Yeah. So yeah. at that age, we were just eight. like, "Oh, it's a new dance. Let's do it." No, for me because I, I like got <laughs> almost a decade on you. It was not. Oh, it's a new dance. Let's do it. It's like, what the hell am I watching? Now, now, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> now that after like as an adult watching it, I looked at it thinking, 
what the hell's going on? Do you also remember like the 4,000 covers of Macarena at the time? No. Yeah. So when the Macarena by, I think it's a Del Rio yeah. came out, which is the more popular one, mm. there was a full Spanish version of it, oh, which I actually was a bit more of a, like, you know how that version that we all know is like, you know, the cheesy corny one that we love. Yeah. The other Macarena seemed to be almost like this dramatic breakup love song or something by wow. this incredibly handsome Spanish. Dude. Yeah. Um, and I th- and then there were other versions, but those two were sort of um, in the charts yeah, so- yeah. simultaneously. Um, I remember the Chipmunks even did one. <laughs> did a cover of it at the wow. time. Yeah. I know. I don't, yeah. I don't ever need to hear Do that. Do you guys remember the Salsa song? By... I forgot the, the group. It's just, it's just a group. It's like three three females. And, and yeah. It's, it's... By Ketchup. I was going to say, it's not the yeah. Ketchup song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that one. Huh? Yeah. I wish I knew the lyrics. That, that, that's actually a really fun song. That, it was. That's, yeah. It really was. As soon as the video clip came out and yeah. I saw the dance moves, straight away I learned how to do it. And You're every good. time, every time that song came on when I was, you know, yeah. growing up. It was the first thing I'd start. I'd just start dancing to it. <laughs> it didn't quite reach the heights of Macarena though. But you no, thought you not. thought as soon as it was yeah. out, you thought it would. Yeah, yeah. It, it sort of lasted maybe a year or two. Yeah, uh, and then this sort of faded away. It's a classic though. Yeah. Excellent. Thanks, Lorna. Thank you, Lorna. Um, next we have Beck Hill. Hey, Beck, and she says a most excellent song that is like our song. <laughs> <laughs> Take your shirt off by T Pain. Take your shirt off. No, 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 no. Take your shirt off. <laughs> oh my god! Literally, I will on record on air show you guys text. It came up on the radio. She was at work. Every yeah. Fridays was on. Oh Fox, yes, yes, of course. And she just messages me and goes, uh, "Where, where is it? Where is it? Where is it?" Um, let me ask you this. And then I go, is auto-tune really dead? Take your shirt off. <laughs> Literally. We, we just, if it comes on and one of us hears it, we, we contact the other with, that, a, with a lyric. That's cute. And, oh, <laughs> and then you get it. And then we just get it straight away. That's, wow. that's your thing. Yeah, it's our that thing. That is so funny. I fucking love it. It comes from um, our J, early JB days working together. Of course. <laughs> when the song came out, we were both the JB. You'd be hearing it all so today. It was, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, we love it. So I'm not surprised she picked that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Beck. Very, that's hilarious. Very good choice. Yes, yeah. that's that's pretty. That's that's a good song to dance. It's to as such well. a good one. There's lots of auto tune. Yes, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, auto tune's not dead. It's not. No, you know, made many careers. Yes, clearly has. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Thanks, Beck. Thanks, Beck. Who's <laughs> okay. Sorry, Kendall, I thought you followed. I thought it was no, you. No, I literally just read that. Oh, you read that. Then it's you, Fulia. Yeah. All right. Yeah, my sorry. turn. <laughs> sorry. Awkward silence. Okay. Next person is Stephen Garstone. Yes, um, and he says, Candyman by Christina Aguilera. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I've been revisiting Christina's sort of back catalogue recently. And I'm just like, dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah. I can uh, never decide which album of those two, stripped or back to basics, yeah. that I prefer because they're both fucking They're awesome. really good. Really and good. watching Dodie again, I was like, because I was in high school when that came out. and So was I. Oh, okay. It's like year seven or year eight. Yeah. We, we would have been. Yeah. 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 And I've just gone, and I remember thinking it was okay, but I've really gone to appreciate it. 
appreciate it now. Yeah. And watching it, um, and I watched the video clip in full, and I was just like, I remember how shocking that clip was yeah, because of yeah. all of the skin being shown. Yeah, and, and those hipster jeans. My and Lord, my yeah. and a friend of mine um, commented at the time. And it's probably more of a reflection on my friend, who will not be named, <laughs> because I'm going to make you sound like a total prude. <laughs> but um, following Doty, she released the song Beautiful. Yeah. Um, you know, beautiful ballad in itself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were talking about the song Beautiful, and my friend said, well, <laughs> she goes... Well, she had to release Beautiful after that pornographic song <laughs> that she had released before that to sort of make up for it. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, wow. fair enough. It's very much a bit of a contrast uh, yeah. going on there. But yeah. I don't know. There's something about the clip, Dodie, that it is actually quite beautifully done. Mm. It is. I don't know. It's, it's a really uh, big... Again, cause it's I'm, shot I, very well. Yeah, I like, I really like the, I, I like the song, so sometimes I'll, I'll watch it's the clip as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go Christina. Yeah, Christina. Yeah. And yeah, Candyman is, is really cool. Yeah, what I a love, fun song. I love the whole 1940s vibe. Yeah, yeah definitely. And the, the video is cool too with like the three different Christinas and their different hair. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I, it's so cool. Yeah, it, it's 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 sort of like a great throwback, but it's still contemporary. Yeah. 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 It was really and that's what that album really was. Because yeah. before that, like she put out uh, Ain't No Other Man. Yes. That was very much that same kind of yeah. vein. And I really Such a great song. I love that song. 1940s is my my era that's your thing yeah. yeah I like dressing Sick. up in that sort of era yeah, that's okay. really cool that's nice yeah. pin up girl so, oh yeah so our final comment final comment it's from Ryan Stewart hello Ryan hey, Ryan I believe this is Ryan's first time commenting oh it might I, be I almost want to say yeah <laughs> so welcome Ryan thank Yay. you and Ryan says Robin's Dancing on My Own again mm. a great song that is I, a good d- one. I do love this one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. how did it go again yeah, I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> <laughs> Neither am I. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. But it is, no, but it's actually, it's, it's a great song. There's almost something sad about it. Mm. Like just the, the, the message of it is a, a little bit sad, but it's mm. still got that optimism to it. Yeah, um, yeah. And again, it's got a beautiful beat yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's good. Very mm. good pick. Very good yeah. pick, Ryan. And gr- great answers all around. Yeah, lots yeah. of really good. Yeah, definitely. The diversity. Really and got us on some little other music tangents, but that's fine. Yeah. That's what music does. That's totally yeah. fine. Yeah. That's exactly why I asked the question. Yeah. yeah. It. No, it's great. Music and films all bring people together. So that's why yes. that was such a good one. So Very good call. Good. Well done. Yay. Yay. Claps to you folks. Yay. <laughs> Not condescending at all. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Okay. All right. So. Yes. Next week. Next week. Next yes. Week. What have you got, Kendall? Next week. Well, uh, considering the, the Oscars announcing their brand new category, we want to know then what 2018 film do you think should be awarded the first ever uh, most popular film Oscar? Ooh, some good responses mm, yeah. coming our way, I think. Yeah, I already yeah. got mine locked in. Mm. Yeah, I already I know, know what it is. I already know what I'm not saying. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no, you going, Kendall? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> well, at least at least this time it, it won't be live trolling. From <laughs> uh, from oh, yeah. from this week on. Yeah, it we, depends. Did did you hear that, folks? I've been fired on air. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I, I fired myself. <laughs> <laughs> also known as resigning. Yes. <laughs> Yes. yes. Uh, well, for, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Look, for the record, I think Kendall and I were quite well behaved today. Yeah. yeah. We really were. Like, we've approached the end of this very yeah. long episode, and, <laughs> which is fine. Yes. And there's been very limited trolling. Yeah. I think, I, I think you know, 
Kendall's just realised what's worthy of discussion and that's what's made it yeah, a think, better podcast. Yeah, I think maybe you've realised the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like I've been fine discussing. Yeah. Yeah, I've been, I've been quite fine Remember discussing. Remember to you. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag tell friends. You go on, you, you've started too early. Yeah. I'm not done yet. Uh, no, I don't care. I will still say it. No, 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 no. This is fine. This is fine. Uh, thank you, everyone, for all of your answers. Thank I'm very you. excited to hear what people will say next week. Yeah, I think, yes. yeah, it's a great question. And I think the responses have been quite good. And I wonder now that we'll put it out there once the most popular Oscar is announced, if they do pursue it, yeah. um, if any of our audience members are going to pick the winner prematurely, oh, that'll, be that'll be interesting. We, I feel like someone will. Yeah. We can go back and, and, that'll be interesting. and have a look. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Nice. Yeah. I love it. All awesome. Right. Place your bets now, people. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Absolutely. So, What's up with Fred? What's up with Fred? Yeah. Well, no, nothing too much at the no. moment. I'm just, you know, in pre-production for Collectible Chaos. Yes, yeah, so it hasn't been filmed yet. No. But not yet. Filming in a week or so. Okay, yep. great. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And a monthly will sort of be towards the end, end of the month. End of the month, yes. Yeah. yeah, it was a great episode too. So if you haven't listened to the monthly, yeah, go. go for it. Please. Um, some talking about sitcoms. So yeah, it was fun. It was it's brilliant. a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a good episode. I listened. I, I listened to it um, recently, and I was, and I've, you know, provided an answer, a long-winded one too. Does that surprise you? No. But, um, <laughs> but I've gone listening to it. I go. How did I not say Will and Grace? <laughs> I've, I just know, me gone, too. I've just gone. How did I not say Will and Grace in this response? You were focused on the Simpsons. I was focused on the Simpsons. <laughs> I moved through the decades yeah, <laughs> and did. was like, let me summarize the nineties without Will and Grace. What's going on? Oh, oh I'm handing back my too Will much and... DC content. Wayne. Oh, it's messing up your brain. Must be, must be because. <laughs> It is so good. It's filling me with things to focus on. That's what it is. Not mind-numbing trash like Marvel. It's just not this sort of superficial shit. (laughs) So yeah. (laughs) I'm glad you're gonna be back next week. Hey, I've been fired. I've got nothing to lose. (laughs) No holds barred. No holds barred. That's about all that's going on. Yeah. <laughs> it I is. Think. There is a Fred Watch podcast coming up this week, I think. So it is a brilliant film called The Imposter, which is a documentary. So if you all have Netflix, highly recommend watching that. Okay. And then listen to the podcast. Okay. Um, I'll give you a hot tip. So this is one of my all-time favorite documentaries. Okay. And I introduce it to my co-host, Philip. And Philip gets so into it. During the film, he actually left to grab his notebook to write notes to ask questions and discuss. Oh. Yeah, and because Phil loves documentaries too. And what I love yes. about this documentary is that its most important source, its most, you know, its primary source is also the most unreliable source. So it's one of those documentaries where you're trying to pick out what's true or not because he provides a lot. Ah, okay. yeah. I can't find it on Netflix. Where is it? Yeah, it's called The Imposter. And I'm, it, I'm searching it and it's not coming up. Oh, okay. Maybe they've taken it off since we've recorded. Unless it's on Stan. Could be, but definitely um, if you've got access to it as a live stream. Okay. Um, it was on ABC at one stage. Oh, okay. So maybe on maybe iView. Maybe on iView. Right. If not, well worth sourcing. It's a brilliant doco. All right. Excellent. I will Amazing. try, and, yeah, I'll yeah, try yeah. and watch that in the next so, week then. That is a highlight. No, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Great. Cool. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a, a great film and it's an interesting discussion we have too as well. Sick. Beautiful. Super exciting. Okay. Um, that's it then? Yeah, that's pretty it? much. Oh, we're, we're done. done. We're, I think we're done. We're done. Holy crap. A two hours super, and three minutes. Super sized podcast. Wow. Thank you for sticking with us, ladies and gentlemen. Yo. 
that was a podcast called Fred. <laughs> Yay. Time Fred. for the Fred plug. <laughs> Time for the Fred plug. Nobody noticed my, my rousing ending to the podcast. Uh, remember, remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts from Fred the Alien. Follow us on SoundCloud or on iTunes for Fred the Alien merchandise. Go to our website, www.fredthealienproductions.com. Follow the link to a red bubble where you can get T-shirts, hoodies, wall art, home decor, bags and stationery with our own unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented Bethany Griffiths and Michael Lister. Unibums, incompetent gamers, collectible chaos, Fred Watch, beta test, amusing musings, and a live stage show such as the writer and Michael and Philippe getting married in the morning. And that was the Fred Club. I've been a camera. I've been Wayne Stellini. And I've been a fully Fantamaja. And you just, just experienced a podcast, podcast called Fred! Episode 30. Dirty 30. Episode 13. We're up past our bedtime. Yes, we really are. Remember to eat beef. Yes, beef and tofu and tacos and whatever. Remember okay. to be you. Just yeah. Yeah, be you. You do oh, you. Do you. It does not matter matter if you're following oh, a no. dying oh, no. franchise no, no. that has no space in this no, no. world. Yeah, like DC, right? You yeah, are exactly like DC. valid. DC. You are valued. <laughs> you are loved. You might not be perfect because of your poor Marvel tastings, but oh, we no. love no, you. No, 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 it's no, no, okay no. they don't have original idea he he, that it is just knocking off DC. He, he mispronounced DC. No. It's okay. It's okay. Right I know now. it's a lot of syllables for Marvel fans, but we get there, Kendall. Oh. <laughs> we get there. It's okay. You're so savage. I just am a little bit. It's all right. Yeah, we all know it. who's the truth. And see. What kind of comeback was that? That was so bad. <laughs> you don't have comebacks. I don't have it's, comebacks. It's, it's late in the day. I have no, no, no. I have facts. You have facts. Mic drop. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it is fine. It is fine. No, no. You, you do you. It's okay. Maybe I should you do you. You, you do, no, you, no, they you, won't you notice. Do you. you do you. You do you. <laughs> you do you. In my face. <laughs> no, I'm not noticed. I should go. Okay. <laughs> we love you, Fulia. We do love you, Fulia. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you so much. I'm just determined thanks, to have the last word. Thanks for co-hosting, not Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> I just rocked up, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Where am I? I don't know. What's <laughs> How did they let me back into the fridge shed? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Neither the fuck do I <laughs> Bye-bye. Th- bye. Thanks bye. for having me. Thank thanks you for having it. me, too. Yes, thanks for being here, yeah. guys. Thank bye. you, lovers and well-wishers. And scene. So that's how you end it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's done. That's done.